So to get us underway, as the siren sounds, girlsplayfooty.com radio, here's Matthew Cox. So it'll be Carney and O'Brien in the ruck, and the umpire bounces it. It's a That's hit the roof. It is, and he's going to recall it because oh. it drifted out, but it was a... Surely well, it doesn't matter. In my opinion, it was a beautiful bounce. The, the bounce went 10 metres in the air. It doesn't matter if it goes outside the circle because it, everyone gets a fair crack at it from there, but he's going to call for it again. Nice to see them doing it, though. Good traditional footballers. Carney wins the second tap, and she's going to follow up her work here. Stripped to the ball. Getting a kick forward is Carney for Melbourne Uni. Picking it up there is Gogos. It's a handball over there to Pound. She was in a bit of trouble. Gogos going back in for it. Ball's on the centre wing out of side. Oh, throw. And it was a throw <laughs> out of the pack. O'Brien gives the handball off here to Kerrick. She was dispossessed and umpire says holding the ball. Free kick going the way of Perkins. So Perkins, she's 85 from home. Calls and directs traffic and goes in the search of the, uh, the Darcy direction. Lands in Brooke White's arms and she clears away for Melbourne Uni towards the outer side. Pound couldn't take the mark back flank. Gogos goes in to help. Now Scott goes with a little dribbler around the boundary line in search of Catherine Smith. She can't come up with a throw in forward pocket. 25 around from the Devils attacking goal. Still yet to score both sides. Played a minute and a half. First term on girlsplayfooty.com radio and this is an old-fashioned eight-point game. Fourth versus fifth. Whoever wins this... Straight into third position on the ladder. The umpire sends it back into play. O'Brien got a fingertip to it. Ball on the deck. Gathering it there was Darcy. Got rid of it, but didn't go. it wasn't effective. Ball on the deck was dragged in there by uh, Scott. And Has a might... habit of doing that, Matty. You should yeah. mention the Blomplow as well that's been moved onto the ball. Catherine Smith moved onto the ball early. Darcy playing out of the goal square. Of course, the young player for the Eastern Devils was Ooh. impressive the last time we saw a good tackle there applied to Gogos. Ball close to the boundary line on that outer side in the Trend. hand of Trent. She goes into the pocket. No one able to take a clean mark. Handball comes away here of White. They're going across the face of goal here, Melbourne oh. Uni, looking for Ashmore, but they've turned it over. McNamara takes the mark on a 45-degree angle, about 40 metres out. First scoring opportunity for both sides. Early stages of this first term here at Tin Alley. And no real breeze, as you said, Matty. I'm probably just uh, like a straight putt. Aim straight here. Yeah. Conditions... Pretty much perfect here as McNamara's kick is a goal. So Eastern Devils on the board earlier there. One straight six. Melbourne Uni yet to score here on girlsplayfooty.com. It's very uh, Etihad-esque down here at, uh, at Tin Alley. You sort of no real breeze around the ground apart from over the outer side. But when you kick at the face of goal, for some reason the ball tends to wobble a little bit. But today it is nice and still. And we saw that from that kick. Uh, Sarah McNamara just... Straight over the gun pies. Had had a bit of a sidewind on it, though. So maybe that might have helped it through. So the ball back in the centre of the ground again. It'll be Carney and O'Brien. And the ball will be bounced. Probably a little less muscle on it this time, champ. Oh, he smacked <laughs> it into the deck. Carney won the tap on this occasion. Smack forward by Scott. Only as far as pound her. Hand pass was dispossessed and knocked away. And now the footy lands in the arms of Lambert, who goes long and direct. A beautiful kick. And a nice forward entry for the Devils. And coming out to take the mark is Beatles, who started forward. Doing a lot of her work in the back line in recent weeks. There's a nice little move. Good coaching. She comes in 35 out straight in front. Struck it beautifully, too. And the Eastern Devils are rolling here at Tin Alley. Two straight 12 with Uni yet to score and yet to have the ball past the centre. 
Peter Holden. What the hell is going on? Uni are in some serious trouble here. Yeah, I think the uh, matchups at the moment, I think they threw a spanner in the works when they started, first of all, with Perkins. Then they went to Carney, and I don't think they know what to do at the moment. They're clearly being on top of the midfield. Carney can't get her hands on the ball at the moment. She's struggling. Gokos has been given a attacking job early and being beaten. Yeah, they haven't got it past the centre yet, Melbourne Uni. As the umpire comes in, bounce was wobbly. He's going to call play on, though. The Ruckman missed it. And getting it out finally is Carney. Trend battling her way through. O'Brien able to grab it off her. Amble was looking for Ashmore. Bounced in front of McNamara. She'll gather it here. Gave a wobbly-looking handball. Good pressure applied by Ashmore. Just fumbling along the ground at the moment and getting a kick away will be Gogos. They've gone inside attacking 50 Melbourne Uni. Picking it up on the bounce there was Kalzui. Pushes it into the forward pocket on the outer side. Running out to meet it there is Dominico. And it'll be all wrapped up in the forward pocket on the outer side. First time inside attacking 50 for Melbourne Uni. It looks like Blackburn started forward and hasn't seen a lot of it so far as Uni attempt to push the ball forward. Murrowood's in there. Scott also, she's all wrapped up. Another bounce. 35 out from Uni's attacking goal. Kaluzi again playing in the forward line today. We've seen her play in the back half in recent seasons, but making a home for herself up forward this year. Ball hacked towards goal. And gets over the back of the pack, should be knocked through. Almost wasn't. But the ever-reliable Hannah Scott just says, stuff this and made absolute sure of it that uh, it crossed the line. And she'll also take the resulting kick out. No, she won't. She'll hand it over and they'll look to go long as the Devils huddle up in the centre of the ground. And it's Hutchins to take the kick out of the defensive goal square. Decides to come to the half-back flank on the broadcast side. O'Brien backing back, couldn't take the mark. Fumbling along here's McNamara, doing well for the Eastern Devils. Yeah. Perkins just ki- kicks it towards the boundary line and it'll dribble out of play. Right in front of our broadcast position here at Tin Alley, it's two straight 12 to just one behind. It's interesting to see the Perkins being moved on the ball early. Normally when Brendan Major does that move, it's almost like in the last five minutes of each quarter, so he's sending, I guess, a physical message early. Ball kicked around the corner and up towards the wing where Stevenson waits and gathers and gets the handball away to Ashmore. In fact, it was Draper back there helping out. We've got a loose Stevenson lookalike. That's never handy. She's normally one of the most identifiable players on the ground. But now we've got a double out there. The ball's on the halfback flank now with Kerrick. She looks to go into the centre of the ground in search of Carney. Just beyond her and up towards Kaluzi at half forward who paddles it back towards Carney. One-handed pickup was nice. Now a little rolling barrel towards Blackburn. She can't take the mark. Lost her feet and the Devils will have a chance to clear. They do the kick into the middle of the ground. Looking there for Trend. Couldn't take the mark. Uni with the numbers but they've fallen over at the pivotal oh, moment no. and they've stuffed it up completely. <laughs> oh, no. They do eventually get the handball away. Kerrick kicks it to centre half forward. She'll get it back here because the kick came directly back. Following it up here for the Devils was Lambert. Her handball went astray, though. Eastern Devils have it on half-back. McNamara coming in to lean support, and they'll get a kick away to the centre wing broadcast side. It's a bouncing ball. Ashmore will be the first to greet it. Didn't take it cleanly. Smith, in fact... Yeah, it is Smith. I thought it was Darcy for a moment, but it is Smith at the bottom of the pack. And the umpire will ball it up. Did well. The Devils are all over the place there. Needed a stoppage and got one. O'Brien, a bit of shepherding work in the ruck. One down to Tapner. Smacks it round the corner. Good mark from Ibrahim. She's 85 from home on the lead. Oh, shocking kick. Off the side of the boot. Players collide at half forward. Stevenson fell over. The, the lookalike out wide over there is Draper. She had it and lost it. Now the Devils with the numbers on the outer side. Good tackle from Draper. She'll go back in again. And Blackburn hacked it forward. Now Kaluzi. 
Ball towards Stevenson. She just misjudged it. We're out under the fly of the footy. Ball 35 out from Uni's attacking goal. Now a chance coming here for Wilson. All had it and lost it. Now Murrowwood the clearance. And the Devils are away. If they can get it to Lambert, but it's over her head. But also misjudging it out wide here was Ashmore. A one-on-one in shoes. Ashmore wins the footy. Takes a bounce. Breaks away. Kicks towards centre-half forward. All poor kick, but over the back. Chance here for Ibrahim. Paddled it forward. Wilson knocked over. Didn't have it. And now the Devils again with numbers can take it away. They need a clean disposal here and it's oh. going to be turned straight over. Taking it will be Elise Hay. No one on the mark so she plays on. Takes a bounce. Runs to 50. Kicks it to the hot spot. Stevenson coming in. But taking the mark was Gogos. So Melbourne Uni to get their first set shot on goal. Yeah, Stevenson was there and again ran under the flight of the footy and just the old uh, waiting at the back of the pack and put the hands out and landing on the chest. But Gogos, as Pete mentioned before, she's been smashed early by Hannah Scott. But nice way to get one back is by getting yourself a goal. They need one early just to get a bit of momentum back here. Gogos, it's a high up and under kick. It was to the right, and it's just a minor score. They are now two behinds to the Eastern Devils, two straight t- uh, 12. You're on girlsplayfooty.com. This first quarter brought to you by the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street, Richmond. Yeah, the zone here for Melbourne Uni employed, the the 14-woman zone, and it's a very shallow zone, and it's easy to kick over the back of those. And Hutch does exactly that and finds Heil out on the outer side. Up to the wing looking for Smith, who edged their opponent under the footy. But the ball went over the line and out of play, out of wing. So scores early, 10-point lead to the Devils. They've done most of the attacking in this game. Well, Uni had a nice stretch there, but... Couldn't get themselves a goal. So the ball comes out of the pack and Hannah Scott picks it up, hooking around the corner up towards half forward. Bouncing footy coming out to meet at Beatles. Couldn't gather. Numbers with Melbourne Uni as they look to repel. Hay out wide towards the boundary line. I think that's what uh, her main aim was there. Boundary line gets it. Between wing and half forward, Eastern Devils still in attack. They lead by 10 points. Umpire sends it back into play. Tap there. Went the way of Melbourne Uni. Ball on the deck. Yeah. Andrew umpire wasn't waiting for anyone. No. <laughs> that was the old throw-in, and <laughs> the midfielders are standing there and said, OK, we're the rucks, we'll work this out. Umpire gets us back underway, still between centre wing and half forward on the outer side. We're all just getting tapped along here at the moment. Now we'll be picked up and gathered by Heil. Oh, well she done. Oh. Run, run around traffic, but then the kick was smothered. Ball on the deck. Devils still with the footy. A big tackle applied there by Draper. And Uni get the kick away, but it'll go out on the full. So a free kick will go the way of the Eastern Devils. Still between centre wing and half forward on the outer side. And it looks like it'll be Scott to take the kick. Heil been getting better and better each game on the wing. And no doubt her and Sarah Darcy be one of those that'll be in the minds of the selectors come the mini-draft in a couple of weeks. Yeah, she has, Pete. You're right. She's well and truly lifted her... Output week in, week out, and has become a prime move for the Devils. Ball inside 50 now. Darcy comes out to meet it almost as if on cue towards the top of the square. Perkins, too big, too strong, couldn't get the last bite. Little kick off the ground came from Lambert, did it? No, it was Jess Foster. Jess Foster up there, front and centre. And the, the blonde and short bun with the headband doing the job down there. There's plenty of them for the Eastern Devils. They get their third. And just again, well structured when the ball came in. Good work from Darcy. She knew, she knew exactly what she was about. Did she kick that on her? Is she a left footer, Pete? Sarah Darcy. 
I think she is. And, yeah, uh, I think I was and, on her right. That was nice. And i tell you one thing as well. The structure's looking pretty nice in the Eastern Devils. As we talked about during the pregame, their physicality has gone up over the last couple of weeks. They needed some polish and look like they've added that to the game, at least so far in this first term. Out to an early start here. Three straight 18 to just the two behinds. Eastern Devils up by 16 points. Paul back in the middle. Moving it forward was Wilson for Melbourne Uni. Gave the handball off to Blackburn, who sends it inside, attacking 50. Receiving it on the half volley. There was Carney. Runs around traffic. Kick on the right to the hot spot. Bouncing ball in front of Tapner. Her kick oh, was smothered. Well It'll be gathered here by Melbourne Uni. Kick on its way. It's again going to fall to at the top of the goal square. Gathering it on the receive there was Lan. And it'll be pushed towards the boundary line on the outer side. And Carney gathering it is it Carney. Yes, she, I thought it went out of play. Carney did keep it in and eventually it does roll out of play. Carroll's seeing it over for the Eastern Devils. Boundary throw in forward pocket for Melbourne Uni. Looks like they're rotating Carney and Blackburn off the half-forward flank at this stage of the, the game. Not playing them in there together, which is a little odd. Tapner goes in and under and handballs it out to Blackburn who snaps it round the corner, but only as far as Hutchins, who's on the last line. And Hutchins has it in the left-back pocket for the Eastern Devils. It goes long and wide in search of Darcy, but at the back of the pack, Nicole Hildebrand takes the grab. Not wearing the helmet today. Goes on the left, back inside the attacking 50. Ball hits the deck. A chance here for Tapner. Flies at goal and misses away to the left. Just the one behind the minor score. So, again, Melbourne Uni perhaps butchering the chances there. Three behinds, three points. They trail by 15 points. The Eastern Devils are three straight 18. And of course, thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street and Richmond, sponsors of the Devils. As Hutchins kicks it straight up the middle looking for oh, that's Perkins. grab umpire. Nelly and Mark taken by the Eastern Devils. It was Lambert underneath it. Wasn't paid. Melbourne Uni are all wrapped up oh, here. She's and kill it's someone Scott. Oh. And she's not happy. <laughs> And that physicality coming into the game, as Pete was saying a little earlier. Bet ball up in the middle. Perkins with oh, the tap straight Perkins. to Ange. The kick was pretty poor, though. It's just dribbling along the ground at the moment. It's back in the middle. Hamill comes out the way of Pound. Gets a kick moving forward for Melbourne Uni. Little flick over the top there oh. to Wilson. Oh, Scott, though, good. bursting through the pack. Kicks it towards centre-half. Forward. Pack collides. No one able to take a clean mark. Uni kept their feet. Hamble came oh. the way there of Kearse. Hamble over the top. Was into a bit of traffic. Enge did well. In fact, it's trending there for the Eastern Devils. Ball should be balled up at centre-half forward, and that's what, what will happen. 15 points the margin in favour of the Devils. There's three straight 18. Melbourne Uni just the three behind. Melbourne Uni got exposed there because Perkins going up the ground is dragging, well, did drag Goring about 70 metres away from home. So ball at half forward as Blackburn hacks one out of the pack and into the centre of the ground where Tapner just banged off the ankles. Iron goes after it. Chance out wide here for Christ, Kristen Hay over there. She had the footy and then was locked up at half back and the umpire will call for it. Iang, she's in and under. We saw last night Caleb Daniel 167. Well, Iang, she'd be about 137. She's out there going 100 miles an hour. Doesn't give her stuff. Out the back of the pack, Darcy got on the left, which was her correct foot. Out wide in search of a charging Beatles near the line. Couldn't come up with it. Clearing kick for Melbourne Uni. Out very, very wide as Darcy comes out to meet it yet again. Kick was smothered. Well done by Blackburn. Throwing 60 around from the Devils goal. They're in attack. They lead by 15 points. And signs looking ominous early. 
uni against Darabin the last time I saw them. They were poor, and they sort of carried it into this game for mine. They just they don't look awake out there, Coxie. No, they've started very, very flat, even though they have had the same amount of scoring opportunities as the Devils. Look, I, don't know, look, I look at their structure across the ground. They've got three forward of the centre. It doesn't look good. Flying shot there from Smith's going to land in the forward pocket. Good punch from behind there by White. Melbourne Uni should be able to clear this out of defence, and that's exactly what will happen, but the kick was very poor. Spindler didn't bend down far enough, though, and coming in lending support there was Pound. Gave the handball off. It was intercepted by McGock. Comes back the way of Pound. She streams through the middle, kicks it inside, attacking 50. Bouncing ball. Missed the pack. Hutchins came late, but running around there was Kaluzzi and has kicked the goal. Their first of the day, Melbourne Uni. Good passage of play there. And they move to 1-3-9 to three straight 18. They still trail by nine points. I'll tell you what, Hutch went for the uh, duty of care there. She could have absolutely killed Kaluzzi and she decided to just roll past her. Yes, indeed. And uh, Gabriella Pound, uh, who delivered in the forward line, one of those improved players that Andrew Jago's been uh, raving about all year, put it in that correct spot for Kaluzzi to do that little blind turn. And let me tell you, goal umpire Bill Ray did not move an eyebrow, <laughs> did not have to move an inch, just watched it go past him and said, yep, that's the four points. <laughs> and I think, Pete, just that little play from Hutchins tells me that maybe the Devils know they've got uni covered. When the captain does something like that. Ball back in the centre of the ground. Perkins in the ruck. The tap comes out to Kerrick, who kicks it sideways accidentally, where Pound did well, read it best. Took the mark out wide. Iang stands the mark, and the ball comes wide towards Carney. Havlin for company. Looks to turn her inside out and does. Breaks away. Takes a bounce. Runs to 65. Kicks towards the top of the goal square. Coming back to meet at Stevenson. But again, the defence for the Devils wins out. And again, they clear far too quickly. They just needed to have some patience back there. They were looking for Catherine Smith. She couldn't come up with it, but did enough to hold it in. A bounce in between wing and half forward for... Uni, they're in attack. They've got their first on board on the board, and they trail by nine points. O'Brien get got the oh, tap well down done. straight away, and a kick goes inside, attacking fifty from Gogos. Stevenson able to get it. Handball went astray to Ibrahim, and it's on the half forward flank on the outer side. Ball comes out of the pack. O'Brien sends the handball out, looking for Carney. She was unable to take it cleanly. Oh, running in there was Smith. And the umpire is going to call for it and ball it up. Between, uh, still on the half forward flank for Melbourne Uni. Brian again with the tap comes to uh, Carney. Ball dribbling inside, attacking 50. Getting back there and just pushing it through was Lan. So another minor score for Melbourne Uni. They're now 1 4 10 to 3 straight 18. The Eastern Devils leading by 8 points here on girlsplayfooty.com. This first quarter brought to you by the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street, Richmond. Hutch the skip, one of the best in the business, the restart, and she just cranks it 50 straight up the guts looking for Darcy, who takes a lovely grab. Long way from home, though, she wheels around on the left, and they break and they spread to the Devils, and they get a grab out wide and look to build slowly. Little ball over the top in search of Smith, who did all the good hard running and comes up with it out wide, looking to wheel in board. Oh, interesting kicking style and a poor kick at that. Just an up and under ball to half forward. Probably wasted it on that occasion. As again they charge in the Devils and win out. Ball inside attacking 50. On the lead, Beatles. Couldn't take the mark. 
for the footy and the clearance came from Kirsten Hay out wide, or Kristen Hay I should say, but it might have gone out of bounds on the full. No, it didn't. Pound took the mark just inside the line and she has it on the back flank, being prolific early. Comes inboard, Mark will be taken here by Carney. Yep, and she spotted her up. Mm, the kick was a though. bit over the top of her head. Now she's got two to beat Ashmore. Doing well, though. Able to gather cleanly. Runs off her opponent. Takes one bounce. Will take another one. Centre wing broadcast side. Ashmore goes to centre half forward. No real target. And the ball will hit the deck. Eastern Devils emerge with the footy. Gives it off to Carney. Handball into the middle. Scott will receive. <laughs> Just wheels off the traffic and kicks Bad a kick beautiful though. drop punt. But it's into, uh, well, a herd, a, kick. <laughs> a herd of uh, Melbourne Uni players. The kick will come the way of Ashmore. Takes it half-back flank broadcast side. You've got to be patient here, Uni. And they look to come through the centre of the ground where the lumbering ruckman is always located. Catherine O'Brien played it nicely. Now she looks to go further afield towards Blackburn. Had the front spot. Knocked away from her. Ball over the back of the pack. Carney couldn't come up with it. Pound went back in. Shoveled it out. Iang's in there. 100 miles an hour. Won it out. Did well. Then a little throw from Carney. Got away with it, the, the Devils. Now Catherine Smith, beautiful work. Shoveled it out the back. Devils looking to come away under the pump, holding the footy against Alice Ryan. Advantage advantage paid. Inside 54, the Muggers. Kaluzi at the back. Can she get another roving goal? Little handball over the top. Stevenson kick smothered. Should have gone with her right foot, which is her wrong foot. But she went with her left, and the kick was smothered. Just the one behind. So 1-5 now. I think for three rushed as well. So 1-5 to uni, not necessarily inaccurate and three straight uh, the Devils. The intensity is lifted from the Muggers in the back half of this first term. Kick went over the top of the pack. Devils still able to gather it. Kick towards the centre wing on the broadcast side. It's a bouncing ball. It'll dribble over the boundary line and out of play right in front of Peter Holden down on the boundary line. Give us something, Pete, for God's sake. I've got a fantastic view from here, directly in line with the ball. <laughs> Inside that there from rubbish. Peter Holton on GetPlayFooty.com. Boundary throw in centre wing oh, broadcast side. Bodies. It is Kerry coming off a bit worse for wear there for Melbourne Uni. Tapner just taking Muller out of play. Showing a bit of and, aggression. And as we speak, Darcy just came off the uh, ground for the Devils, looking pretty gashed. He's been running their guts out for that first 15 minutes. Yeah, long way up the ground. As the tap comes back into play, O'Brien wins it, fires up her work, and then sends one to centre-half forward. Get on the lead, for God's sake. Blackburn couldn't take the mark. Ball on the deck. Ibrahim trying to get the handball out. Did so. Wilson able to gather it. Wheels around her opponent. Sends the handball inboard to Carney. She's steady. She has a kick, but it's wide. And it'll bounce in the pocket. And we will get a boundary throw in. On the outer side for Melbourne Uni, they trail by seven points. Late stages of this first term here on girlsplayfooty.com. A lot of scarecrows out there, Pete. A lot of standing around going on. Uh, I notice also the Darabin coach, Richard Delpos, down here just having a look at the game. Ooh. So these sides must be going all right then, Pete, if the, the main man's down here to have a look. Must be worried down there at the Falcons, are they, Pete? <laughs> Ball inside attacking 50 for Uni as they try and work it further forward. Stevenson, that's holding the footy umpire, just dropped it cold. After it took a few on, he wasn't interested. Wave play on, and now the pack forms, and it falls out of that pack, and Tapner caught one in the back, and... The umpire's still not really interested. Now he says we're going to come in and bounce it. So it'll be a bounce pretty much on the paint. 45 out from Uni's attacking goal. As the ball is knocked forward and there's plenty around this. And Blackburn is all locked up. 
and we'll have another bounce. So it is a seven-point lead at this stage of proceedings to the Eastern Devils into the 20-minute mark of this first term on girlsplayfooty.com radio. It's back of the pack is Ibrahim. Smacked it forward. Hutchins won out. Oh, couldn't win the footy at the crucial stage, but the Devils again they seem to be repelling all attacks, but the footy only goes as far as Ashmore, who marks 50 out left half forward. Has Tapner short. Doesn't even look there. Just decides to go to the top of the square where Blackburn waits. She couldn't take the mark. Gee, she split the pack, though. There's a few on the deck. But again, the Devils come away, and they could be at the back, but the ball won't get over the back of this pack. And taking a mark is Hildebrand, the helmetless Hildebrand, and she looks to go back inside 50. Yeah, taking the mark on. I thought she took the mark. Tapner dropped it at the crucial moment, then tackled Scott without it. Perkins running through, takes one bounce. Oh, look at the Takes two there. bounces on the centre wing oh, broadcast oh, oh, oh. side. The kick up will be cut off by Ashmore. Couldn't take the mark cleanly. Under pressure from Jessica Foster. She'll take it across the bounce line, And we'll get a boundary throwing in front of the Muggers interchange bench. And I can tell you, boys, uh, Hayley Anderson's actually wearing the 95 today. 95 for Hayley Anderson. Thanks very much for that, Pete. Grassy Anderson, she's back in the side. Told you there was someone missing. Ball thrown back in. Perkins up towards full forward. Again, Beatles comes out, casting the role of full forward this week. As the siren sounds to end the first term. A very intriguing first term at that. Both sides showed each other a bit, but not all just yet. We saw Melbourne Uni kick 1-5-11. Three rush behinds in there, it must be noted, to the Eastern Devils three straight 18. And after five minutes, it was two straight to nothing. So after the first five minutes, uh, the Eastern Devils probably in main outplayed. So we go into the quarter time break, 1-5 to three straight. The goal kickers for Melbourne Uni, Leah Kaluzzi with one, and the Devils all singles Beatles, Foster, that's Jess Foster and Sarah McNamara so, Pete Coxie, your thoughts on the first term it was a intriguing battle Melbourne Uni worked their way back into that, and um, you talked about Meg Hutchins doing that little roll of, I think that helped the momentum come back Melbourne Uni's way, so maybe a chance where the physicality could have been put on by the captain, just to insert their dominance, but they've left the door open. Oh, she could have killed her. <laughs> well, although Kaluzi is a solid unit, so maybe she decided against the collateral damage. Good to see that Uni were able to fight their way back into the contest after a very slow start and looked like the Devils were going to break away as well. We'll take a break, and on the other side, we'll be back with a second term from Tin Elliott's girlsplayfooty.com. Don't go away. The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy, with all NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens. Pop in for their quality meal specials, midday through to nine, plus the TAB and bottle shop over till 1am, seven days a week. The Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy. They've been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001. Call in to the Riser today, 395 Swan Street in Richmond. Just a drop bun from Burnley train station. Hi, we're the Wiggles. Did you know that Finney's raises funds for their good works by selling really good stuff in their Finney's shops? But the shops don't run themselves. That's right, they need volunteers to help. Can you spare a few hours each week? All you need is enthusiasm and some spare time. And it's really good fun. Please, will you become a Vinnie's volunteer? Just visit vinnies.org.au or pop into your local Vinnie's shop for more details. Yeah, and while you're there, have a look round. You'll, You'll love, love what, what you find. The symptoms of ovarian cancer sound like part of every woman's life. Abdominal bloating, abdominal or back pain, appetite loss, changes in toilet habits, unexplained weight gain or loss... 
indigestion or heartburn, and fatigue. But if these symptoms are unusual for you and they persist, please see your doctor. For more information, visit the Ovarian Cancer Program website at nbocc.org.au. Thinking about selling your home or looking for a company to manage your property investments? With offices in Brunswick, Carlton, Northcote and North Melbourne, Hocking Stewart are the experts in Melbourne's inner north. Hocking Stewart takes the hard work out of selling by offering the unique service of preparing homes for sale, including property repairs, property styling and furniture hire. For a free property appraisal from one of our friendly and reliable team members, call Hocking Stewart on 9340 1900. Live across the web, this is thegirlsplayfooty.com. Match of the day. And we're back here at Tin Alley for the girlsplayfooty.com. Match of the day between the Melbourne Uni Muggers and the Eastern Devils. And it is the Devils with a seven-point lead at quarter time. Three straight, 18, plays 1-5-11. And it was a, well, a very interesting quarter. You said, uh, what, what, what was it? That intriguing. You said? Yes. I said it was intriguing. And the reason it was intriguing was because we sort of, we saw a few, uh, oh, so we're going to go down to the huddle. We're going to go down to Melbourne Uni. I wonder what they've got to say. Here's Peter Holt. Or oh, Andrew Jago, the coach. That's like they're coming through the bench. So we've got to give them the chance to go deep and get the breather. Our switch and run and carry out of the back line was really good. Where are you? Beck? Bad luck. The switch was on. The switch was perfectly on. If it had hit, we were out, and that's what we want you to do. We want you to keep doing that. Cash is fantastic. Come back in through the middle. Shadow. That's what we're asking you to do. We need to run and carry. As we said, we need to open them up on the outside. We need to put our skills on display. Our forward movement was better. We've just got to have that deep target to go to. All right. Nothing much has changed. This is the way we're going to go to start with. Have a look. We got it? Yeah, yeah. All right, in tight. In tight. Keep getting the ball out from that stoppage and getting it to win. It is working. It'll come. Just don't get tired by the end of it. Keep getting them on the outside. Keep making them run, thinking that we win this game in the fourth quarter. Not now. Peter Holden down there on uh, the Melbourne Uni huddle. And interesting to note that they... Want to run and carry the ball a bit more. Yeah, well, as we noted, um, and that was really what the intrigue was about, was to say, OK, Uni have backed themselves on the outside here, and that was pretty clear. Um, although the Devils started so well, and once the running game started to happen for Uni, they got themselves on top. But, yeah, the stoppages is the real issue for Melbourne Uni. They, the Devils are some of the got some of the real prime movers in and around the stoppage, and they haven't managed to get their hands on it. And that's why I was perplexed by the Carney Blackburn rotation at half forward, which means you never have them in the midfield together. And I think you want to have your best couple in the middle. But obviously, as Andrew Jago said, it's not about one, two, and three at this point. We're going to look at sustainability over the, the whole hundred. Peter Holden down on the boundary line. And I think the one thing that they were happy with as well, despite being shell-shocked for the first ten minutes by the Devils' um, uh, physicality, they were able to control the last 15 minutes of the quarter. An area of concern too for the Eastern Devils was that they were falling down along half-back and a number of intercept marks taken. As Dan Hill will get us underway here on girlsplayfooty.com for the second term. Lovely bounce in the centre of the ground and Carney won the tap and... Carney for the Devils, but coming out of the middle is Kerrick, who got onto the trusty left peg and got it up towards half forward, and the volleyball job down there came from Hutchins, who then went back in to get her own footy and couldn't come up with it. Ibrahim came out of the pack, and then it was slapped back towards her 
Another vo- that was a volleyball set, that one. Coming back from, I think it might have been Lou Stevenson over there. Umpire could have given that one a throw, but decided against it. In fact, it was Domenico in there. Too many Lou Stevenson lookalikes out there, Coxie. I don't like it. Gosh, you're going to get a few possessions this afternoon. Blackburn went in. She came up with it. Couldn't quite get the handball clear of the pack. Another bounce. Left half forward. Union attack. Kicking towards the Ascot fail end in the second term. As O'Brien's tap moves it forward for Melbourne Uni. Handball's cut off. Scott getting in there for the Eastern Devils. Trying to get one away. Ineffective. Ball now on half forward. Kick comes inside attacking. 54. Melbourne Uni. Ball on the deck. Stevenson coming late. Able to pick it up. Send the handball out of the back to Carney. Carney snaps and goals. Oh, back of the post. No. It's there. Who said she didn't have quick hands, Pete? Don't look at me. I didn't say anything like that. But it was, a, but it was tell you what, it was an absolutely beautiful goal as well. She had to kick it from about two to three metres out and in a very acute angle and just slam it on the boot and snuck it home. No one on the last line. Yeah, by the two or three metres out, you mean that she was basically between the points. So it, she had to just jam it across the body. Yeah, and it's disappointing as well for the Devils is that little lack of defence there. Again, no one trying to protect goal side, and that just allowed that uh, little easy kick around the corner. And now uh, Melbourne Uni find themselves back within a point, which, you, you know, got to be scratching your head when you're about the six, seven-minute mark of the first term and three goals are slammed on by the Devils. You thought they're going to run away with it. So ball back in the centre of the ground, and Scott almost had it, and Muller came in, and she was dumped by O'Brien. Good tackle from the big ruck woman. Put her down. Nice and solid too, just... Uh Bit of face in the dirt sort of stuff going on out there. The ball's tossed up again. And O'Brien on the tap for uni. Trend came in and gathered. Immediately tackled by Blackburn. In fact, it might be Kerrick in there, and it is. Kerrick and Blackburn around this with also Tapner. Carney at half forward. And coming out of the stoppage here is Lambert. Jams it on the right peg out wide. Beatles and Smith in pursuit. Also at the back, Brooke White. Line will beat them all. Oh, no, it won't. It does. Over the line, out of play, out of side. And also another switch as well, that the, for this quarter, the Devils are playing Perkins out of the goal square, and they've moved Darcy up, uh, operating between the Ford 50 arc and the centre of the ground. In fact, at the moment, she's just kind of snuck down towards the flank. I was going to say, Perk's called for the long sleeve. She's getting cold down there. She hasn't seen it in this term. As the kick gets it moving forward for the Eastern Devils, Darcy came out to meet it, couldn't get it cleanly, and then she was well tackled there by Hildebrand. The Devils still get it. Trent... Almost threw it out of the pack there. Oh, it was a flick pass, Cox. You pay that one. <laughs> Very dodgy looking, that's for sure. It's between centre wing and half forward on the outer side, favouring the Eastern Devils. They trail by, sorry, they lead by one point. Early stages, second term, and they'll get oh, the clearance well hit. No, the kick was smothered by the Eastern Devils. Paul's still hovering around on the half forward flank for them. I'm trying to get it out there is Lambert. She was dragged into the ground, and you mentioned that there's already a few players have eaten mud. Well, there's another one. Oh, she looked like one of those bugs that have been flipped on its back. Yes. <laughs> sort of squirming away. Couldn't do much. It's scrappy stuff at the moment out there. And that's the way the Devils like it, trying to keep it in tight. And the kick comes to the centre wing position on the outer side, running out to meet it here was Tapnik. Oh. To kick around looking for Ashmore. Oh, the umpire, Shepard. She well did. She got some. McNamara. And Ashmore goes inside, attacking 50. It's one-on-one. It's a dribbling ball. It just went through the wrong sticks, and it's just a minus score for Melbourne Uni. And they draw level. 
2618 plays three straight 18 here on girlsplay40.com. This second quarter thanks to Hocking Stewart, Brunswick, Carlton, Northcote and North Melbourne. How smart was that by Ashmore, Pete? That's using your uh, resources wisely. She knew the umpire wasn't looking, so she used him as a shield. One of the cleverest footballers going around. <laughs> the restart. Hutchins goes out very, very wide in search of Lambert's. Carried 70, 75 metres to clear the Eastern Devils zone as they are out the back now. When I say zone, yeah, I mean their defensive zone. Just to show Ashmore smarts earlier, in the first term she had a battle where she was running with McNamara towards the ball, and she made sure when she gave McNamara a little shove, she shoved it towards boundary side, which opened up the centre of the ground for her when she spun around. Carney takes it away from the ensuing contest and another couple of bounces, and I think she bounced it over the line while she was in full flight, and Blackburn can't believe it because I don't think she was over the boundary line. But the boundary umpires called for it. Players all a little perplexed, but it will be tossed back in at half forward uni in attack. As Anderson and Carney go at it, feeling neutral in the ruck contest. But we'll be all wrapped up. Scott, Ooh. oh, shoved a player into the ground. Umpire says, I want it. And he'll ball it up just inside attacking 50. And Anderson gets the tap straight into the hands there of Ibrahim. Full, I think. And yes, that is correct. So free kick going the way of Scott. Yes, no, Scott won't get it. It will be Hutchins to take the free kick from the out on the full in the outer pocket for the Eastern Devils. So Hutchins just loads it up. Cranks at 55. Darcy at the back. Pack forms to the base of that pack, which is at right half back for the Devils. The umpire will be forced to call for it. It's not coming out of there. It might be pound on the deck. It was Carney. She, she's had plenty of it at the opening stages of this second term. Trend came through the congestion. Got the handball away to Lambert, who smacked it up towards the wing. And coming out to meet it and kicking it around the corner was Jess Foster. And Smith went in and ooh, dangerously dived at the knees of an opponent. But then the umpire said, well, you copped one in the head as well, Catherine, so it's your kick. She'll have it out of sight for the Devils. So Smith to take it, winds it up. Sends it towards the half-forward flank on the outer side. Contest made. and will be punched out of play by Kirsten Hay. One thing I should point out, boys, as well, that some clubs are just happy to have one uh, camera at the ground to try and film a bit of play that they can watch back. Melbourne Uni have no less than five cameras here today. Overkill, Pete. Overkill. I've <laughs> <laughs> got nothing to say to that. Ball comes into the middle for Melbourne Uni. Ashmore and McNamara, it's been a battle... All afternoon so far, and Ashmore seems to be winning it at the moment. Gave the handball off to Carney. She ran into a bit of trouble. In fact, that was Brooke White. Gave it back to Ashmore. Ashmore sends it up, taking it on the half-forward flank. Will be Blackburn, sends it into the pocket, receiving it. Here is Melbourne Uni, a little handball. Missed Ibrahim. Coming through is Stevenson. Got the handball away. Coming through the pack there was Kaluzi. Ibrahim off to Blackburn. Blackburn's kick across the face, bouncing in the pocket on the outer side. Meeting it here will be Carney. Duck the head. She was tackled, and it's a push in the back. Oh, oh, really? Push in the pack. Free kick going the way of Melbourne Uni, and it will be Carney. Forward pocket on the outer side. Under the new interpretation, isn't that holding the ball if you duck and then get whacked in the head and drop the ball? Just putting that out there. That's what I thought it was. I'm not sure if we've got that interpretation, but generally it does filter through. So Carney will take it. She's going to have a shot too. 
It's a high kick. It's it'll fall in the goal square and it'll bounce through for a minor score. So Melbourne Uni take the lead for the first time this afternoon. 2-7-19 plays three straight 18 here on girlsplayfooty.com. Thanks to Hocking Stewart, Brunswick, Carlton, Northcote and North Melbourne. Pete, you're our resident uh, umpiring representative. Is the ducking rule in if you duck, it's holding the ball? Depends which week. Is it as an even week, an odd week? Hang on. You're meant to be the representative. <laughs> I love your work, though. Ball out wide. The chance for the Devils to build. Now, that is a throw. Bit of tunnel ball work. Bit of uh, Jake Spencer-esque stuff from two or three weeks ago, for those of you at home. Just shoveled it between the legs, but there was a lifting motion in there, and the umpire was all over it. So Trend will have it out wide for the Devils. And, uh, Pete, just got uh, news down the wire that you've been sacked as the uh, umpiring representative on, on this station. <laughs> so if, anyone, uh, if anyone's available, <laughs> apply within. Catherine Smith out wide up towards half forward. Poor kick, up and under, and only as far as Hildebrand at halfback. Yeah, they've lost the structure, having the Devils. A lot of up and under kicks out there in the wing, and they're turning it over at that position, about 70 out from goal. Yeah, It'll be turned right. over again. Looking board. Trend. Oh, well done. Kicks it up and spots out Perkins. Takes the mark. Still centre wing on the outer side. Assessing her options. Loads it up on the right. It's a beautiful looking drop punt to the half forward flank. Pack flew. Mark, no, not paid to Darcy. There was a few fingers on it. She was able to get a handball away and pushing it towards the boundary line there is Muller. Mm. Kept in play by the Muggers. Ashmore will again receive. Shrugged off one opponent. Centres the ball. And was contest made. McNamara coming through for the Devils. Will get a kick away. Back towards the boundary line on the outer side and it will roll over in front of Ashmore and Muller. Centre wing position, outer side. It's a one-point margin in favour of the Muggers here on girlsplayfooty.com. Yeah, the Devils have really lost their way. Yeah, they just need to... Much like Melbourne Uni in the early stage of that first term. Yeah, they've sort of... No-one's got away at the moment. It's sort of just uh, teetering in no-woman's land. The ball comes to Perkins, and she just says, well, stuff it. We're going for metres. <laughs> she kicks at 65 and finds the boundary. And it was a good kick, too, because there is plenty of runoff down here at Melbourne Uni. Yes, uh, probably this side of the ground. We're elevated, but I'm sure if, if you're down at Peter Holden's level, you can't see the outer side fence. Yeah, yeah, you struggle to see the outer side from here because that little hill over the middle. But the one thing I'm noticing with the Devils at the moment compared to the first five minutes of that first term, they're struggling to hit up targets, and as well, they've lost control of the centre of the ground. As coming in here is Smith for the Devils. She was gang-tackled by three Melbourne Uni players. Merges with the footy there is Heil. Handball over the top of the pack, and the ball will go out of play. And another boundary throw-in on the outer side between centre wing and half forward. 2-7-19, plays three straight 18. But the Devils haven't scored in this second term. The umpire sends it back into play. Scott, the third woman up. Perkins, handball. Comes out of the pack. Collecting it here, though. Kerrick for the muggers. She was tackled into the ground. Might have been shoved in the back. Umpire said play on. Ball again close to that boundary line on the outer side, and it will go over. So the third boundary throwing in that position on the outer side, and it will be Perkins and Anderson to take the contest. They missed it. Scott able to gather it off the pack. Little banana around towards the half-forward flank, collecting it. Here is White. She was tackled. Iang coming through. Little chip kick into the inside attacking 50 for the Eastern Devils. Darcy wrapped up, able to get a handball back to Iang. 
And good tackle, Pound. Yeah, great tackle from Pound, who's been quiet since the early stages of that first turn. Bit of bench time, I think. I think, um, yeah, just off for a rest. Back into the thick of it now as the ball comes out of the pack and up and under Hildebrand. Not liking the fact she hasn't got the helmet. That's got to be looked in during the week. Pete, can we inquire about that? Yeah, we'll do. We'll put an inquiry in. Uh, <laughs> I should also point out as well that uh, Iang and Pound came on the ground at the same time. They seem to have matched up, and they only come on when McNamara and uh, Ashmore come off. Mm, there seems to be a bit of matching going on, which is good to see. One-on-one across the ground and also the three on the bench, so it would seem. Ball comes out of the pack and over the back for Melbourne Uni. They managed to get it to the wing. They're past the press now of the Devils as the ball comes from Ibrahim up towards half-forward. Blackburn will just waited momentarily and called a teammate in and now it's come unstuck and the Devils will force a stoppage. No, they won't. Came out the back. Well done by Kristen Hay. Just managed to force it clear. Muller comes in to lend a hand for the Devils. She swung around. Handball at the back. Little kick around the corner comes from Steph Carroll. She's searching for the line and good little fist came in from Scott and they find the line and they'll be throwing 60 metres around at left half forward. Melbourne Union attack. They lead by a point. You're listening to girlsplayfooty.com radio with Dan Hill, Matt Cox and Peter Holden, wherever he is down there on the boundary line. Great tap out there from Anderson. Didn't go very far though. Ryan picking it up for the Devils. She was tackled. And the umpire is going to come in and ball it up just inside attacking 50 for the Muggers. They lead 2-7-19 to 3 straight 18. As Perkins wins the tap. Oh, and smart. Get the clearance here. The Devils, not very far though. Cut off from Brooke White between centre wing and half forward on the outer side. Oh. Wanted to centre the ball, no oh. player there. Hildebrand coming in, needed to get the handball away quickly. Did just that. They go inside attacking, 50 bouncing ball. Coming out to meet it with the Muggers. Little handball over the top. Trying to kick a little kick around the body there from Carney to the top of the goal square. Comes off hands, it's oh. a goal and it's Stevenson. Hutch, what was that? She had it, lost it, and then she... Oh, I don't know what happened there. She's not having a... God, not having a great one so far, is Hutch, the old champ. Stevenson with the goal there for the Muggers, and they've worked their way on top. 3-7-25, plays three straight 18, a margin of seven points halfway through this second term. Peter Holden on girlsplayfooty.com. Uh, I, I don't understand why they didn't do the percentage play there. When the ball was bouncing around, you'd think Hutch, you know, an experienced campaigner like that would have tried and tap it through for a point, but instead it allowed uh, Lou Stevenson just at the back of the pack, loitering to easily just turn around and uh, kick a goal there. And it originally started by that kick that went towards the Blackburn direction about 45 metres out. She managed to put it into the path of Carney, and then Carney set it up at the top of the goal square. It's hard, though. When you're 10 out, you just if you're 5 out, no dramas, but she was 10 out. So it's just that you don't want to smack it towards the line and fall short, according to Mines, and it came unstuck. Now, Melbourne Uni get a clearance for the, probably the first time in this game, and they've got numbers up at half forward here, but they're not worried about the footy. As Pound came in to help out, and burring, burring her way in there, I think it might have been Tapner, and... The umpire says, I'll have it, as it looks like Scott's come from the ground. She might have hurt a knuckle or a finger, or she might be trying to put her own finger back into place. It's always fun. He's as tough as nails as Hannah Scott. Great smother coming through from Lambert on Hildebrand, the left footer. Managed to dive across her path and get the smother in. Now Lambert goes back in to gather. Little handball at the back. A chance here for Robin Foster, who handballs defensively. Kick comes up towards Lambert. She takes the mark on her chest. Has Iang in the middle. And Iang takes the mark. The composure here for the Devils. 
Spots up Darcy, takes a very nice <laughs> mark, centre half forward. And for knocks the Devils. a couple over for good measure. Great contested mark, and she goes inside attacking 50 with a booming kick. No one able to take a clean mark. Devils at the bottom of the pack. McNamara sends a handball backwards. Getting it there was Jessica Foster, but it's just a minor score. Their first one for the second term. 3-1-8-3-1-19 plays 3-7-25. The Muggers lead by six points. Here on girlsplayfooty.com, thanks to Hocking Stewart, Brunswick, Carlton, Northcote and North Melbourne. The kick out comes with a medium footy towards Pound, who marks it right half back. 35 from her defensive goal. She goes on the right boot in search of O'Brien. Couldn't take the mark. Foster the front position did enough. Knocked it over the line. Boys, I'll make a big call here. If I was comparing half forwards, let's say we're comparing Brennan, McWilliams and Darcy. I'd take Darcy every day of the week. Better mark by a mile. Over Brennan. Easily. You've lost the plot. <laughs> back at the face. Lambert, she's a good player, but she's not that good. Going back Hildebrand with all the courage uh, in the world. To be fair, yes, Brennan will get you the goals, but for a mark overhead, can't beat Darcy. Oh, you didn't set the categories down before you gave us the call. You said over. You basically said overall. But I love your work, Pete. Why not stir the pot? You, you've been hanging around with me too much, mate. We might need to have a couple of weeks off or something. Ball half back flank. The Devils, they were looking to work at Ford, but the free kick will go the way of Uni for a high tackle, and they have it on half back. The kick, though, pretty poor. It's going to be gathered by the Eastern Devils. They're going to go back inside, attacking 50. Bouncing ball. Punch from behind there from Kears. Oh, took him on. Devils. Applying great pressure. Heil wrapped up her opponent. And the umpire's going to come in and ball it up. And then buried her with a nice grass sandwich to finish. Tackles have been fierce from both sides. And in fact, we've got to play it down. Out there. It might be Hay. I think it's Brooke White. And I reckon that was the uh, the grass sandwich. Might have... Uh, Hit the forehead on the deck out there, I reckon. And she's a little worse for wear. She hasn't moved. Oh, she's sort of... No, she, she tried She tried to get up a bit and then she's just gone down again. That looks like White. Yeah. It is Brooke White. No, she's as tough as nails. She'll be right. She'll be back into it. Give it just give her 10 seconds to gather herself. Yeah, she's up off the deck now and just walking away from the pack. You'd have to cut her legs off to stop <laughs> players like those back pockets. You can't... Tough as nails. Yeah, you just... And she's going back into this contest too yeah, as well. She'll probably win it too. Here you go, straight to her. <laughs> Jessica Foster ended up with the footy for the Devils and the ball will go over the boundary line I, I and out of play. I sometimes wonder when those back pocket players go down, they take ages to get up. They know the cameras are on and just looking for that TV time. <laughs> well, there's five of them here, Pete. Got more cameras and wins down here at uni for the season. They won't invite me back. Ball tossed in. It was an absolute shocker. Hildebrand came through and... Went with the left foot banana into the centre of the ground. Why not? Ball bounces up in the air and puts a few defenders under the pump. Spindler came out and she was under the pump immediately. Now a little handball comes through from Kaluzi. little hack off the deck. It was attempted down there by Ibrahim, but now Hutch comes out and says, well, I'm a champ, but I'm a star. I haven't had the greatest first quarter. I'm going to make up for it here. I'm going to kick it back into the centre. I'm going to back little Iang in. Came through, got collected. Umpire wave play on and... Gogos came through and kicked it up towards half forward. A chance here for Kristen Hay, who gathers around her ankles, kicked towards full forward. Coming out to meet it and snapping around the corner was Blackburn looking for Ibrahim. Probably should have had a shot. In fact, it was Carney down there. Now Ibrahim picks it up, kicks on the right towards goal. Kaluzi on her own. Oh, did she kick that into the post? No, she did enough. 
She kicks the goal and basically out of nothing, after complete dominance from, from the Eastern Devils for a good five, six-minute period, it's slingshot and it's second to Kaluzi and they march out to a good old-fashioned... Is it twelve? Is it a twelve-point lead? It is a twelve-point lead. A 12 it's four-seven thirty-one. Uni to the Eastern Devils three-one nineteen. Of course, that's thanks to Hocking Stewart, Brunswick, Carlton, Northcote, North Melbourne, sponsors of the Muggers. And gee whiz, have they just by stealth hit a two-goal lead? Not expected after the first ten minutes of the first quarter, Peter Holden. And, and boys, just a slight breeze has just picked up, but it's more blowing across towards the city side of the ground. Back in the middle. O'Brien won the tap. Is there any Lambert. reason for that breeze, Pete? <laughs> Lambert gets the ball out. Where is he? I've lost him. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a meteorologist. I'm in the half-forward flank. <laughs> <laughs> Holding the ball, free kick going the way of Melbourne Uni on the outer side. And it will be Ibrahim to take the kick. She winds up, sends it inside 50 for the Muggers. Pack flies. No one could take the mark. Then a high tackle. Umpire saw it. Too smart, Carney. That was the uh, a bit of Selwood about that. So Carney will have a shot, 45 degree angle, about 30 metres out. It's for 18. 18 point lead. This would be very handy going into half time. Huge lead. So she comes in, nice looking drop punt, but it's just to the left. Jeez. And a Three minus step score. approach. Led off for the Devils, who haven't got a goal in this second term. 4-8-32 plays 3-1-19, a margin of 13 points here on girlsplayfooty.com. Peter uh, Holden. And I'd go as far as saying, I think it's been about half an hour since the Devils had last uh, kicked a goal. Yeah, it's been a while. And I tell you what, Pete, you have taken, uh, you, you have taken roving boundary rider to a whole new level. Back to the days. If I keep this up, I'll end up at the KFC down on Swanston Street. <laughs> oh, now, now I'm concerned there's an ulterior motive. <laughs> the kick out from Hutchins was a good one. Landed in the arms of Steph Carroll and she wound it up and looked for Darcy. <laughs> it's a bailout kick because she's literally one on six down there. And just in front of our commentary position, Pound went in and Darcy said, well, Gabby, if you're going to pick this up, I'm going to bury her. She did exactly that. And we'll have a bounce centre wing. The Devils just seem, seemingly outnumbered at all the contests at the moment. And it's tossed back up and Scott's doing the ruck work apparently and Carney's doing the roving and then she was tackled and holding the footy and then they forgot about the advantage and Kerrick said, well, thank you very much. Kicked it straight down Carney's throat. Had it, lost it, gathered. Now gets it to Stevenson who tried to shape onto her left foot but couldn't do so. Blackburn's 35 out from goal. She had it, lost it. Ibrahim now has it. She's all wrapped up. Pack forms, bounce, 35 out from Uni's attacking goal. And, and, and while this moment has been going back Melbourne Uni's way, uh, Sarah Perkins has been off the ground for the Devils, getting some attention to the right calf. So ball up inside 50 for the Muggers. And the Devils just trying to paddle along the ground here. Jess Foster, she was well wrapped up. Coming in here was Muller. And we're at centre-half forward for the Muggers. We'll get a ball up, still a 13-point margin. And there's... Look at that. Three Muggers players just set themselves up across the centre of the grounds without an opponent. Back on the deck, though. McNamara able to get a handball away. Wasn't clean, though. The Muggers just pressuring them towards the boundary line in the pocket. And it stays in play. Ashmore sends a handball backwards. Half forward flank out of side. Bryan fighting in hard. Kick was smothered. Back up here, O'Brien gave the handball to Ashmore, just wheels off the pack, kick on the right boot. It'll fall in the goal square, it'll bounce through and hit the post. 
Another minor score for the Muggers. They move to 4-9-33 to the Eastern Devils. 3-1-19, a margin of 14 points as we approach half-time here on girlsplayfooty.com. So I have this feeling that the Devils have gone back to old ways here. They just, they've lost all structure at this point of the game. As Hutchins goes very wide in search of Carney. And, of course, that's the, the ruck for the Eastern Devils. And the midfield Carney version plays for the Melbourne Uni Muggers as the ball comes towards half-back and again claimed here by Ibrahim. It kicks up towards full forward. And Hutchins gathers around the ankles, but she's got plenty for company. Oh, copped a nice solid tackle too. Got caught in a dangerous position. Managed to just force the ball clear. And a bounce 25 out from Melbourne Uni's attacking goal, who lead by 14 points. As it's tossed back up, it's a nice high tap as Carney wins it boundary side. And the Devils come in to try and help it. Gogos, she gathers, has a left foot smothered. Now Lambert comes through, ducks around a couple, kicks towards the wing, numbers all with the muggers as the siren sounds and probably a good thing too for the Devils because they need a reset. They need to get in the sheds and throw the first half out the window and come back with something a little more because they were well and truly out of sorts in that second term and geez, the muggers, they just find a way. They seem to be if you want to go ugly, we'll go ugly with you. If you want to go fast and and shiny, we'll go fast and shiny with you but, uh, but they find themselves in front. They haven't necessarily done a whole lot but they're they're 14 points ahead and right now they're in third on the live ladder we're not going to have one of those are we Coxie we'll throw that out the window but if you stop the game now they would be in third on the table and after the season they've had so far and perhaps it's the old uh, robbing Peter LePay Paul earlier in the season of being one of their their biggest critics and they're starting to uh, starting to put it together but I can't help but feel that the Devils are just a little off the boil at the moment. Just one behind in that second term for the Devils. And apart from the first 10 minutes of the match, they've really gone into their shell. And I noticed, too, towards the end of that second term, we mentioned that there were three players across the ground for Melbourne Uni, but it looked like Tatner had been put behind the play as well. So interesting setups. Peter Holden's rejoined us in the, the broadcast position. What yeah. are your thoughts? Oh, so I nearly took a Leyland Brothers trip around the countryside. <laughs> um, I, I just have a look at a few things that first of all with um, with Perkins being off the ground, the trainers attending to her calf, that's an impact player off the ground. No She's, shape at all. Exactly. And at the same time as well, I, I don't think I've seen them for that quarter kick mark, kick mark. They haven't actually taken a clean mark throughout the quarter, and that has to be of a concern. Where for the first, um, with the first, what was it, five minutes of that first term, that Beatles one, chest out, beautiful. McNamara pickpocketing that mark, which got him the first goal. They were holding on to the ball, and it's amazing when you just mark the ball, no matter where you are on the ground, the confidence that comes with that. Since they've dropped their marks, since they haven't held their marks, and a lot of it's to do with their up and under kicking, that's hurt their confidence, and they've just, as you said, Dan, gone back to old ways. And it's amazing how. How many times Darcy's actually been outnumbered <laughs> one on six? I mean, she's good, but she's not that good. And uh, and uh, and really, they just haven't had any dominance around the ground in any facet of that second term. Normally, they are, as I've said, they are the clearance specialists, but they did get it locked up nice and tight, but they were forcing repeat stoppages, and then eventually Uni would win the ball, and they're just not used to getting smashed around there, and they were just getting smashed, and they didn't have any answers. I just saw out in the ground uh, Brendan Major having a look at the clipboard, and when he was coming into the rooms, the look on his face was like someone stole the chips off his plate. He was not happy. That was a he's French fries, 
and he was angry about it. He just had that stern look, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's going in right now to give him a paint pillar to say what the heck happened. Well, there was a big discussion uh, between himself and, uh, I'm assuming, one of his assistant coaches because they were looking at the, the whiteboard, moving the magnets around ferociously. Um, before he went into the room. So he's certainly not going to be happy because, as I said before, apart from that first 10 minutes, they've gone walkabout. And, and as we said, uh, Hutchie's been having a bit of a shocker of a game today. Do you need to, just for a couple-of-minute window, put her on the ball, just get her hands on the ball, get her confidence up again? I don't know. Did Scott come back on after she came off yeah, with she, that yeah, hand? Yeah, she did, she did. It was a bit of a stinger to the hand, but she was fine. Yeah, so she I, did. I didn't think that helped Lo- losing her lost their structure in addition to what they've already done in that second term. I think as well, I think it's a bit of uh, the old case of shake hands and we'll see you at the end of the game as well for uni. I think they, mm. not saying that they disrespect their opponent, but when they're on top, they're on top because they're not necessarily looking around for we'll run the other way. And and I think we saw that in that second term where they really got off the chain and mm. and, put, and I was a little critical of playing a Carney Blackburn at half forward, but you saw the the huge value of that in the second term where they just had the ball on a string at half forward and Ibrahim comes in to help out. Lou Stevenson all of a yep, sudden's got yep. confidence and they just look like a much better side than they have this season. The, the worst thing you can do is allow Melbourne Uni to run. If you went in the physicality stakes, let's be honest, Melbourne Uni don't really have that much in the physicality stakes. They're a, a football team of lightly framed footballers if you look at the likes of the Lou Stevenson and how they're built. But one advantage they do have is they're possibly one of the fittest side around when it comes to running. They're one of the quickest. And sides like Darabin know you don't give them that run. You just make sure that they're scrappy, they're out wide, and they've got no control through the centre of the ground. Once the Devils lost the centre of the ground, that's it. They were exposed big time. Because if you look at where Blackburn is leading, and she's playing up in almost the true centre-half forward position, about 40 out from goal. She's coming straight up to there. The ball's being met there. And it's not a turn around, have a shot at goal. It's the quick handoff to someone running through, which is to their A, their a game, and then popping it straight into the goal square. And even though those clean marks aren't being taken, it's just going so fast, the Devils don't have that fitness to keep up. And Ashmore's been a pivotal player. Had McNamara for most of that first half, and then I noticed that she was moved off her mm. late, so clearly winning that battle and providing that run which, as you said, is exposing the, the Eastern Devils. And, and the one thing as well, as we said with Hachi, having a bit of a shocker of a game, when you know, that one where she should have tapped through, she didn't lose, Stevens got it out the back, kicked a goal. You almost need to you know, tell Hachi, we need you just to, if you can get a mark there in the back line, just hold the ball for a second, see if we can yeah, get someone in the pocket, with chip the it to... She does that with the kick-outs. I mean, there's only so much... Game-killing you can do. I mean, if you're a midfielder, yeah, yeah. it's a different game because, I mean, people probably it, people probably don't really think about this in the simple terms that they should, but mm. if you're coming out of the back half, your kicking range mm. is literally, well, I don't know, 120 degrees because mm. you've got the whole ground to kick at. Yep. If you mark the ball at the, on the back flank, it's completely 180, if not more. It's probably 270 because mm. you can kick the ball backwards. Yeah. If you mark the ball on the wing... You probably want to kick it forward or sideways at best. You don't want to concede ground. So they need to take the marks wing, half back. Not in the back, back, back line. Because that's when you get yourself in trouble if you try and be too smart with, oh, yeah, we're going to relax now. Because then they can set up. You've got to breach the defensive 50 and then maybe settle. The wing at best. Mm. But not the back pocket. And that's where Hutchie's playing most of her footy today. And she's been forced deep. And that's a credit to Melbourne Uni. They've forced her deep. And uh, when the ball's coming in so fast, there's only so much you can do. Correct. 14-point uh, margin here at half time at Tin Alley. It's 4 9 
the Muggers to the Eastern Devils 3-1-19. Goal scorers so far. Kaluzi has two for Melbourne University and then Louise Stevenson and Emma Carney has one. And all single goal kickers for the Eastern Devils. Beatles, Jessica Foster and Sarah McNamara and they didn't get a goal in that second term. We'll take a break here on girlsplayfooty.com and be back with the second half in just a few moments. The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy with all NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens. Pop in for their quality meal specials midday through to nine plus the TAB and bottle shop open till 1am seven days a week. The Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy and have been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001. Call into the riser today, 395 Swan Street in Richmond. Just a drop bun from Burnley Train Station. Good afternoon. Hi, just the bread and milk, thanks. That's 550, thank you. And can I have something to put those in that will injure our marine life, clog our drains and landfill, adding to over 6 billion other plastic bags used every year that aren't recycled, meaning most end up as rubbish? Uh, may I recommend you pick up one of our environmentally friendly reusable bags? It's time to think about what you're really asking for. Say no to plastic bags. For more information, visit cleanup.com.au. Hi, I'm Gabby Hollows. Help the Fred Hollows Foundation continue my husband's work. $25 can help someone see again. Please call 1-800-352-352 or visit hollows.org.au. Need to get to the airport? Looking for safe, clean, reliable transport for a special event? Sick of standing in taxi queues? Give Nice a Ride a try. Nicer Ride is the safe, reliable alternative to catching a taxi. They guarantee that they'll be there on time in a clean, chauffeur-driven vehicle, taking the worry out of getting to your destination, and for not much more than a regular taxi fare. Nicer Ride, clean, affordable, reliable cars. Visit nicerride.com.au for more details. Hi, it's Eric from Deaf Children Australia. Ready for your next lesson? With your left hand palm facing you, touch the left thumb with the right pointer finger. That's A. Now put the same pointer finger onto the left hand pointer. That's E. And for I, O and U, point and place on the next three fingers. They're the vowels. How easy is that? Next time I'll teach you to sign nice things like thank you. At Deaf Children Australia, we're helping young deaf people reach their potential at school and in life. Please join us. Together we can make a difference. I usually wear white. And I prefer black. But lately, we've been getting into orange. When you're wearing SES orange, you know you're making a difference. And you're learning great new skills. You'd be surprised how good you'll feel in orange. The Victoria State Emergency Service is recruiting volunteers now for a broad range of roles. Visit ses.vic.gov.au or call 1300-842-737 and find out if orange is right for you. Authorised by Victoria State Emergency Service Melbourne. Spoken by M. Reason A. Smallwood. You run a small business and you know that you need to have a social media presence. But you're already busy and you don't really understand the whole Facebook and Twitter thing. Sound familiar? That's where CKX Digital Solutions can help. For a low monthly fee, CKX will make sure that your business is keeping a dynamic presence in the increasingly important world of social media without adding to your already hectic schedule. Want to know more? Visit the CKX website, ckx.net.au. CKX Digital Solutions, your social media partner. Thinking about... 
selling your home or looking for a company to manage your property investments. With offices in Brunswick, Carlton, Northcote and North Melbourne, Hocking Stewart are the experts in Melbourne's inner north. Hocking Stewart takes the hard work out of selling by offering the unique service of preparing homes for sale, including property repairs, property styling and furniture hire. For a free property appraisal from one of our friendly and reliable team members, call Hocking Stewart on 9340-1900. Live across the web, this is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. And welcome back to Tin Alley where the Muggers are taking on the Eastern Devils and Melbourne Uni have a 14-point lead at halftime. It's 4-9-33 to 3-1-19 as both sides have now made their way back out onto the grounds and heading into their respective positions. Sun's disappeared from the ground, but other than that, pretty much perfect conditions for this afternoon's match. And it's been a first half dominated by Melbourne Uni. The goal kickers once again. Leah Kaluzzi has two, the only multiple goal kicker on the ground. Louise Stevenson and Emma Carney, the other single goal kickers for Melbourne University. Whilst Melissa Beadles, Jessica Foster and Sarah McNamara have the goals for the Eastern Devils, which were all scored in the first half of the first quarter. And Perkins back on the ground for uh, the Eastern Devils after getting that treatment to the calf. She's going to be lining up at centre-half forward. Darcy playing deep full forward. Any any wind down there, Pete? No, it's died off again. Hardly much to speak of. So we're about ready to get this second half underway here at Tin Alley. Blackburn again playing in the forward line, almost towards the pocket. Stevenson at full forward. And to get us... And I think Ali just told her to get stuffed, did she, Pete? And said, I'm going to the goal square. Yeah, just made a last-minute swap with her. <laughs> I love it. Those bloody midfielders, they get down the forward line, they think they own the joint. So we're in the middle, umpire just... He's going for the ball look there, is he? He's uh, wiping the ground. He is, and he's bounced it. It's a horrible bounce, and he's going to recall it. He won't do that again, No, he won't. Disrupted their routine there. This this bulwark. Sort of scratching the ground with the right foot. He's going to come in and toss it up. Carney. And Anderson. And it's a high throw up, which doesn't really favour anyone. And Gogos came in and tried to push it wide. Scott fell over in the contest. Iang went in to help. Ball goes back underneath the pack and Muller ripped it away, but the umpire had already called for it. So just a bounce again on the outside of the centre rings as it's tossed up and Carney the clear tap out wide land but gets on her right foot and Bananas it out wide in search of Beatles, who has White for company. Slapped away from the contest and towards the line. Now White and Beatles stand over it in a, in a Mexican standoff and then they decide to slap it back in board. Ion came in, she threw it, said the umpire. Backed over there, not sure if that's... Might even be Steph Carroll over there. But it's a free kick nonetheless to the Muggers at half-back. On the outer side of Tin Alley. Going to go up along the boundary line to a contest and a mark will be taken here by Carney just looks around, centre wing position on the outer side, doesn't have much to go to, very congested forward half of the ground for the Muggers, mm. decides to come inboard and a mark will be taken here by Kerrick, Lux of Fortune was, was a very risky kick Kerrick goes towards centre half forward off hands at the bottom of the pack running through pound, gives a handball over the top, shot on goal there from Ibrahim, falls in the pocket Stevenson gathers little kick around the corner, will land in the hands of Blackburn 
And she'll get a shot on goal directly in front for the Muggers and increase the 14-point lead they already have. She's must have gone 15.1. Very small kick, but... Mm, enough. But she's top of the goal square, Blackburn. Won't miss from there. And well done by Lou Stevenson. Could have blazed with a snap, but just saw Blackburn out the corner of her eye and hit her up. Been impressive, Stevenson, this afternoon as Blackburn comes in and slots it through. So first score of this second half goes the way of the Muggers. They move to 5 Five nine thirty nine, the Eastern Devils three one nineteen. A margin of twenty points, thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street, Richmond. Here on GirlsPlayFooty.com. That set up going into the forward line as well. You'll notice Lou Stevenson instead of working in the the corridor and the hot spot thirty out from goal, when she's working towards the ball in the forward line, she's actually staying out more towards the flank, towards the pocket area. And they didn't do much of that in the first half. Uni, they tend to try and lead straight up and down. They they don't use the width of the ground that they have out here at Tin Alley. It's a very wide ground. It's an old-school cricket ground. They tend to try and use the middle of the ground, which is the shortest way home, of course. The clearance for the Devils is uh, marked at, on defensive 50 by Brooke White for, for Uni, and she kicks it wide. And The pack formed, and Gabriella Pound, she emerged with the football and kicked it up towards Kaluzi, who couldn't come up with it. Now Scott, on the defensive side of the wing, kicks it up towards half-forward. Off the chest down there of Brooke White. Burrowing in there is Grassy Anderson with Trent. Umpire will be forced to call for this. We're between wing and half forward. Eastern Devils in attack. They need to keep the ball down that end. They trail by 20 points and they just need to get something going. They need, desperately need a goal. Anderson palmed it down beautifully to her teammate. And kick comes up to Kaluzi. Takes it centre wing. Broadcast side. Ashmore's on the run in the middle of the ground. Decides to go to her. It bounces in front. McNamara able to tack it. Tap it back. Ashmore gathers and a little kick inside 50. Hits up Ibrahim. Now she wants something on short. She's been given a lead and it was a contest. Hutchinson did well. Comes to the bottom here. Domeninko well held up. Gave the handball off to Blackburn. Blackburn around the body to the top of the goal square. Mark though taken by the Eastern Devils on the last line of defence. Murrowood kicks away towards half back, but it's a poor ball and pound again. Oh, called to play on. Only Tapner touched it. No team marks given. Now Kerrick on the left. She's as silk as you like. And you're not going to miss from there. So Kerrick gets the goal and the Muggers stretch it out to 26. And they are absolutely putting pay to the Devils who have stopped completely. And any rock, any rocket delivered at half-time is now worn off. should, should uh, point out that uh, when you look at the scoreboard from here, it's 6-9. It looks like the 5 or whatever is cut off, 6-9-45, um, because just at the angle to put the scoreboard here. Yeah, it just sort of points very much back towards the middle of the ground. It is a cricket scoreboard, I, I assume, over there. So 45 playing 19. I should say with Kerrick's kick as well, it was a lovely shot. It was right on the angle as well. She aimed it right at the left goal post, and it just swung in at the last second. Home ground knowledge as well as knowing your own kicking style. She's one of the best in the business. She's, of course, uh, she's the the old kick-out taker for Melbourne Uni. She's almost been promoted. Almost said, well, Maddie, you're the old kick-out taker back pocket. We're going to put you in the midfield now. And speaking of the midfield, ball is back in the middle. O'Brien tapped it straight down the throat of Lambert. Gets it out to McNamara for the Devils. Ball on centre wing out of side. 
Lambert goes inside 50, looking for Darcy. Couldn't take the mark. Ball dribbling on the deck. Brooke White able to pick it up. Handball cut off, though, by Beatles. Swings around on her left. Now on her right, sorry. It just went straight up in the air. Came straight back down in the same position it was kicked from. Darcy has a shot. It'll now, fall Darcy. It. Sorry, yes. That was right. Apologies there. They look very similar, D. Smith and Darcy. Indeed, and you can tell once a champion player, when the ball was uh, virtually just landed in someone's hand, she demanded the ball and received. So boundary throw in forward pocket for the Eastern Devils, trailing by 26. Free kick, I think, coming out of this. Which way is it going? It'll go the way of Perkins. And you know what that was for? That was for the, the one metre. <laughs> Perkins too smart. She pulled her up for the one metre. Good umpiring, because that's exactly what happened. Is Perkins had her position before the ball was tossed in and the ruck, book, the ruck woman came next to her, which means you're not one metre apart, so free kick against. Smart use of the rules for Perkins, going for her first score this afternoon. Long run-up kick on its way, and it's oh, across the face, minor score. Bad miss. Having kicked a goal since the first term, the Eastern Devils, they moved to 3 2 the Muggers, though, leading by 25 points, 6-9-45. Here on girlsplayfooty.com, thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street, Richmond. Yes, I'll be down there tonight, the Devils, and I'll be hoping for uh, victorious drinks down at the Rising Sun. But at the moment, they're struggling as Carrick goes down to help out the defence, and now she kicks it out wide, and O'Brien's on hands and knees, and handballs it back towards Brooke White, who should give to Carrick, but oh, didn't see her. So then she tossed it out the back, and Carrick was forced to go toe-to-toe with Trend, and... There's two uh, combatants that won't take a backward step. They collide, and now there's a bounce at half forward. And it's a quick bounce at that, and it's one down by O'Brien. Middle of the pack down there is Lambert. A few boots flying in indiscriminately all over the place down there. Darcy comes out to help. Seems to be outnumbered at every contest to the Devils. Darcy gang tackled. Managed to force it clear. Scott was tripped momentarily. Now she kicks around the corner. Turnover. And again... Melbourne Uni just seem to have numbers everywhere. They do. Take it half-back flank broadcast side. Wanted the switch. Nothing on offer. So Alex to go in the the middle. Ashmore with the late punch. The back of the pack collecting it. It was Kirsten Hay. Smith, that was too good. Smith, very good. Bouncing ball at the top of the goal square. It'll go through for a minor score in front of Jessica Foster. So the second one for the term... Second minor score for the term, the Eastern Devils. 3-3-21 play, 6-9-45. A 24-point margin in favour of the Muggers here on girlsplayfooty.com. Just got to be careful here to not let him get over the back. Good pressure from Darcy. Forces the smother. Perk goes with the boomerang and stuffs it up. Kicks it across the face <laughs> over the line ahead of play. Oh, oh. the boundary umpire tried to keep it inside the fence. And he's at the deck. <laughs> so that was comedy capers left, right and centre. Entertaining passage of play. <laughs> yeah. So throwing 25 around. Left half forward. They, surely the Devils have got to get something out of this. Perkins grabs it out of the ruck. Tried to kick it over oh. the top of her head. Didn't work. Muggers are able to clear. Bouncing ball in front of Ibrahim. It'll be collected by the Devils. And it'll There's come Hutch. straight back inside 50. Bounced off the chest there of O'Brien. Ball dribbling towards the boundary line. Goring... Going to do much with it. The Devils, though, will have a shot. It'll fall at the top of the goal square. Darcy oh. nearly completed the mark. Good work there by Hildebrand. She was tackled in the goal square. Under pressure here, the Muggers. Last line of defence. Darcy, a great tackle. They just need to rush it through here, the Muggers. It's all wrapped up. The umpire's going to call for a ball up. 
And the Devils are just starting to press here. They need Desperately need confidence. a goal. Smith, the ruck work, and then her own roving, and she indiscriminately kicked it away from herself. And now Lambert a chance, slipped at the crucial moment. Ball comes back in search of McNamara. They've gone backwards 25 metres as Beatles tries to kick a goal from 35 out. Coming through trend. Umpire says, I'll have to bounce it. I'm concerned, though, that with the Eastern Devils the last five minutes, they've been throwing everything at the kitchen sink at this uh, goals, but they just have an impact of the scoreboard. How much petrol tickets are they running out of? So ball knocked out of the pack and trend the game with a footy. And as you can see, Pete, you can see them just creeping up the Devils. They're not a kick behind the play now. They're two-thirds of a kick behind the play. So if the ball goes over their head, trouble is brewing. And the ball comes to the back of the pack where White, did she have prior? Oh, very, very lucky. Very lucky. She sort of had a look and then braced for contact. Indeed, she had a look. Probably could have given off a quick little hand pass and decided to tuck in with no uh, effort to try and get it out. And she's come off that pack a little worse for wear as well. She Perkins got poked in the eye. With the tap, it went straight down to Ashmore, though. He gets a clearing kick for the Muggers. Out onto the wing. It's a bouncing ball in front over of Scott. She ran over the top of it. Little kick effective there from Ibrahim. Just moves it forward for the Muggers. Under pressure out there is Ryan. Gives a handball over the top to Carney of the Devils. Kicks it back towards the half-forward flank on the outer side in front of Smith. She's able to collect it on the bounce. Sends a handball back in ball to Carney. Just tapped it along the uh, along the ground. Coming through, though, O'Brien. Oh, she had prior and dropping oh. the ball. Free kick going the way. That was the anti-Ruckwoman free kick there. <laughs> of the Devils. Oh, she was crunched as she took the kick to there. Lambert. Yeah, downfield. And, and it needed to be too. That was a fair hit after <laughs> she took the kick. And Sarah, Sarah Perkins came from 10 deep to get the kick. No, 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 no. I, I'd have to say, <laughs> likes of fortune, she was literally on the spot the ball was kicked to when the whistle went. So she didn't do the old forwards trick of just sneak up and, and say, I'll climb that footy. And even if she was in the forward pocket, she still would have rolled her way up to get it. And she missed the last one. So she takes the pressure. Can she kick the goal? Perkins comes in. We'll be kicking it from about 30 metres out. A very long run-up. Ends up kicking it from about 40. It's drifted across the face again. Mm. Another missed opportunity for the Devils. They're slowly running out of time. 3-4-22 plays 6-9-45. A margin of 23 points here on the third term of girlsplayfooty.com thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street, Richmond. The ball's also nicely been uh, kicked over the net and lost behind the goals, so they <laughs> lose a little more time. Of course, in the VWFL Premier Division, we play straight 25-minute quarters, so no time on. So any lost time is Melbourne Uni time as they hold the lead. Goring to bring it back into play. Very wide kick. Lands in the arms of Tapno. Wants to go quickly. And again, they're over the back. It's two on two past the centre if they can get it there. Fisted away by Ibrahim. Bundling her way through there was Kristen Hay, but she couldn't pick it up in the back. Surely, umpire. Never seen one more obvious in my life, but he was blindsided. And Ibrahim pushing trend in the back, and the ball wasn't coming out of that pack. So a ball up. Half forward flank still for the Eastern Devils. Carney tapped it down. In the hands, though, of Gogos. And the umpire's going to come in and ball it up once again. Still on the half forward flank. Broadcast side for the Devils. Carney again with the tap. Down to ground. Scott running through, just tapping it along. She's going to run out of room, and then she's bumped over the boundary line and out of play by Anderson. And we're going to throw it in front of the Melbourne Uni interchange bench. It's 6-9-45, plays 3-4-22. 
23 point margin in favour of the Muggers here on girlsplayfooty.com Ball over the back and getting a handball away in the nick of time was Hay, although one-handed was paid against the whore. I reckon that was harsh. It might have been up to fist, but it was close to a handball. Ball kicked inside the attacking 50. Back of the pack. Numbers again with Uni. Kears is in there. She's under the pump. Umpire says, you've placed the ball on the ground and you've slapped it away. Therefore, incorrect disposal. So it'll be a free kick to Lambert, the ever-reliable... She's 35 metres out. She'll kick from 37 and a half. Maybe the player on the mark's only 32 or so metres out. But she should get the journey, those little legs pumping. Kicks from the 37. Post high. Bob's your uncle. Kicks the goal straight through the middle. And that has finished up in Ascot Vale, that footy. It's gone over the net, no dramas. And they get the goal they needed and probably deserved. Margin cut to 17 points. 6-9-45, the Muggers. And the Devils, 4-4-38. 28. 38-28. 4-4-28. Can't even read. And some changes happening as well. McGotch coming on the ground for Smith. And it looks like a trend off the ground for Ainge. And, of course, thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street, Richmond. And the riser drinks for the Devils. Just looking a little more appetising at this point. Because they're finally... Just said, hang on a minute, Uni. We're not gone and we're not done with just yet. Wheels are just starting to get into to motion. Realistically, they probably need a, a goal in the next uh, 60 to 90 seconds or so. Pinch one before three-quarter time. If they can be within two goals, they're in the game. And there's no scoring end for those of you at home. Not a breath of wind. Almost perfect conditions for a Sunday afternoon of football here at Tin Alley. We've got a bit of sun reflecting off the skyscrapers. It's about all we've got for the last two and a half quarters. <laughs> Still pretty cold. Perfect bounce in the middle to get us back underway. Carney with a fingertip straight to the deck. And a bit of pushing and shoving going on. Umpire's going to come in and ball it up. Blackburn not happy with the treatment in the middle of the ground. Hasn't seen a lot of it in this turn, Blackburn. Spent most of her time in the forward line. Now she's moved into the middle. Carney again with a tap for the Devils. Kick there from Heil. She's been quiet this afternoon. Tapner able to rove it off the pack at centre-half back. Slice. Kick into the middle. Will be cut off. Mark taken by Muller. Just bomb it, Trish. Get it up there. Muller goes inside 50. Tapner again. They're going to come out and take it on her chest. And she wanted to play on. She was wrapped up. Darcy with the kick around her body into the pocket. Good punch from Hildebrand. We'll see the ball go out of play and both players crashing into the fence in the forward pocket for the Devils. And again, they're pressing. Dickens was also throwing her hands up in frustration after that Muller kick going, what about me? I'm standing here. I am the target. You're supposed to kick it to me. I thought you were about to break out into song then, Hob. Bit <laughs> of Shannon Noel. <laughs> Please don't. Ball toss back in. After his NRL performance, I'd probably be better. <laughs> oh, there's a stake knife. <laughs> Bang. Got him. Ball to be tossed back in. Ford pocket. A chance here for Perkins. She won it over the back. Now Lambert wheels around. Right peg. Just kicked the fat bit of the ball rather than the thin bit. Missed the way to the right. One behind. And the ball's voluntarily gone out the back again. <laughs> That'll kill about 20 seconds. You almost feel it's one of those grounds where you need the what they call that little esky bag or whatever it is behind the goal with a spare footy. Haven't got the cash, unfortunately. You know what I'd do, Pete? If there was an esky full of footies down there with no attendant and I was 12 years old, I'd be taking the esky. 
<laughs> I thought you were going to suggest the old Princess Patrick. We used to wait out uh, behind the um, grandstand where the scoreboard was uh, in days gone by, and blokes like Longmire would kick it over the back and grab the footy on your bike, and away you go. And now you've got a whole esky full. <laughs> Start your own stall at the front. Goring kick out of the defensive goal square will hit Anderson on the chest. Had a bit of traffic to negotiate, but did well. She wants to give the handball off here to Hildebrand, who sends a high ball towards the wing, or bounced off the shoulder there of Muller, collecting it. Scott just handballs in front of herself, wanted to gather. It was an awkward bounce. She was taken out of the contest. Under pressure now, the Devils. Ball emerges with the Muggers, but it'll go over the boundary line and out of play. A throw in in front of the Melbourne Uni interchange bench here at Tin Alley. Margin 16 points as we head towards three-quarter time here on girlsplayfooty.com. Ball toss back in. It's a flat throw in, and Carney comes through with a clearance up towards... The wing, where Murrowood comes out to meet it and gets it on the right. Oh, courage from Muller. She took the mark and then she took off. And the umpire said, now, you've got to come back over your mark. She has to come back because I think she wanted to play because she thought she might have caught one high because she did after she took the mark. But because the mark was paid, can't play on advantage, has to come back. Really should have just let that go. But anyway, this coming back to kick over the mark, rubbish. It's not rugby union. We take 10 years to work it out. We're going to have a scrum too to waste some more time. Comes centrally to Smith. It's a shocking kick. Put her under the pump, but over the back, Hutchins. Danced around a couple. Hutch, oh, the, the eyes lit up. But she kicked it up the chimney, but straight to Perkins in the end. But came out to meet it and couldn't take the grab. Knocked a couple over just for good measure. Now Iang's in there burrowing away. Little handball came out. Kick from Jess Foster. Just somehow found its way to Perkins. She went in looking for the high tackle. Couldn't get one, and now she'll get pinged for holding the ball. So it'll be a free kick to Uni in the back pocket, and they look to go quickly. They do kick up towards the centre wing. Oh, it's drifting very close. It's going to be out on the fall. No, no. umpire's gesturing. No, I reckon it's off her quad. I think right. it actually hit her boot, but we'll yeah, to find I, out. I thought it hit her shin. No, throw it in. Throw it so in. So there's a discussion. They are going to throw it in. They're in doubt and throw it in. Because what I could see in front of me was her boot was on the line and it hit the boot from what I could gather. The throw in. Carney just got a nail to it. And it's on the deck. Iang's at the bottom of the pack. And the umpire's going to come in and ball that up between centre wing and half forward for the and Eastern Devils on the broadcast and side. And to be fair to that boundary umpire, she was about 50 metres behind the play, then it was very quick and she was blindsided behind the pack. <laughs> and, the boundary, and the field umpire still consulted her. Smith, middle of the ground, takes the grab. Oh, should have got 25 for Kerry Kincroach. Umpire, have a look, for God's sake. Catherine Smith up towards half forward. Bouncing ball was a wobbly old kick in the end. Coming out to meet it and getting on the left. Darcy shapes it across the face of goal. Lambert! In the shades of three-quarter time. Been the player of the third quarter. She has certainly been. Jamie Lambert, I reckon she's still playing on the footy as well. She's doing it all. And she goes at number three, I believe. Lambert. Really glasses down on her form today. And absolutely no use even watching the kick because it was perfect. It just went straight through the middle. And she gets her third. And gee, she's been in good form, and she's also been winning it out of the middle. She's she's basically, she's only short in stature, but she's thrown the devils on her back, and she's marched them towards three-quarter time, only only trailing by ten points. 
45 plays 35 in this absolutely crucial contest. I think there was a second of the day, and uh, also I should point out as well that um, that I think it's been, what, 16, 17 minutes since Melbourne Uni went inside their own Ford 50? Ah, Foster kicked the first goal. They all look the same, Pete. <laughs> so two to Lambert, one to Foster, one to McNamara. They all look the same. And one to Beatles. <laughs> she doesn't look the same. Just a, had a bit of difference. Ball back in the middle. Bounce was perfect. Carney tapped it down. Muggers need a clearance here, and that's what they're going to get. Come on, Hutch. Hop. Hutch just getting in there, paddling along the ground. Oh, look at Hutch. She's back. And she's still paddling it towards the boundary line. Going to run out of room if she's not careful. Oh, getting Hutch. very close. Handball. Killing them softly with handballs. Over the top to Carroll. Carroll kept it in play. Ashmore over. Ran it. Aang fighting in hard. Ball comes out. Ashmore's going to get it, but she's going to be gang tackled. Oh. How's the umpire going to see it? Nah, He's going to say, ball it up. Good pressure applied there from the Eastern Devils and a bit of a roar to inspire them heading into three-quarter time. O'Brien with the tap straight into the hands of Blackburn. Oh. Her kick was smothered. Mara would have run onto this. Bouncing into Carney. She was tackled by Scott and Hutchins. And the umpire's going to come in and ball it up. Ten points the margin here on girlsplayfooty.com thanks to the Rising Sun Hotel, Swan Street, Richmond. Ball tossed up and O'Brien will win the tap on this occasion. Secondary tap was won by Scott and... Burring her way through in there is Jess Havlin. Ball comes out for the Devils, but all the numbers again with Uni. As they look to come up towards Harford, Muller went with a volleyball effort and found the line out of play. Throwing right in front of our commentary position on girlsplayfooty.com radio. As again, Perkins has moved up onto the footy. It's her against Blackburn at this contest. It's another flat throwing. Oang's over the back, didn't have it. Umpire, have a look. Saw it this time. I reckon they should just give me the whistle from up here, Pete. We've got it absolutely covered. Frederick dying down in front of us. What, you don't need any of the five cameras? No, <laughs> not at all. Just need to stand up here and just direct traffic. Perkins with a booming kick to half forward. Handball's going to come the way of Iang. Oh, she tripped over. Ashmore nearly wrapped her up. Was able to get the handball of the way. Desperate stuff from the mugger. Got to hold it up. Oh, got to hold it up, Iang. <laughs> coming out of the pack, receiving it's Ashmore. Gives the handball off to Stevenson. Little toe poke kick towards the boundary line on the broadcast side. Picked up by Kerrick. She's tackled by oh, Muller. Oh. And a high tackle it was. Kerrick to get the free kick. Centre wing position, broadcast side. It's the Muggers by 10 points. 6 9 40. Plays 5-5-35 here on girlsplayfooty.com. This is Dan Hill. So Kerrick called to go and gets it beyond the pack up towards half forward. Coming out to, to meet it and someone we haven't seen much this afternoon is Marinella Salafia, one of the best names in football. She gets a little handball to herself and played for a free kick. The umpire was not interested in the slightest. And Iang's hurt down there. She got one in the side of the face. But she'll be okay. She might come to the bench. As the ball will be tossed back in. 60 around from Uni's attacking goal at left half forward. They haven't seen much of it in their forward half in this term. No. As punch comes to Muller. Got the hand all the way in time. Trend just coming on the ground for Iang. Oh, she was dispossessed. Umpire says throw it in. Just in front of our broadcast position here at Tin Alley. Margin still 10 points. Approaching three-quarter time here on girlsplayfooty.com. There's the siren for three-quarter time. And, well, just when we thought this game was already intriguing, it took another dimension in that term, Dan Hill. Yeah, it did, and 
you would have thought the Devils were in real strife, but they've managed to turn it around. I'll be very interested to see what they got to say down in the huddle at three-quarter time. I'm sure Peter Holden will be heading down into the Eastern Devils huddle because they're sort of teetering on the brink at the moment, but they've managed to just wrestle their way back into this one. But it is 15 scoring shots to 10, and you really think that, as it's been said throughout the afternoon, that Melbourne Uni have got the extra legs and they'll shine through in the last term. Well, the physicality's been fantastic from the Devils, but again, maybe they should be a goal uh, uh, closer because it was maybe, what, a five to ten minute window where they couldn't kick a goal to save their lives despite having all the possession. And the way that quarter was played too, you wouldn't think that Uni got two goals in that term. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Just the way it was played out, it was like it was the Devils pressuring, pressuring, pressuring. You look at the scoreboard, and there's still two goals up. 6-9-45 plays, 5-5-35, a margin of 10 points. The goal kickers, Blackburn, Kaluzzi and Carney have singles. Well, uh, sorry, Kaluzzi has two. Stevenson and Carney have singles. And then for the Eastern Devils, Lambert with two. Beatles, Foster and McNamara, the single goal kickers. We'll take a break here on Girls Play Footy.com and back with the final term right after this. Thinking about selling your home or looking for a company to manage your property investments? With offices in Brunswick, Carlton, Northcote and North Melbourne, Hocking Stewart are the experts in Melbourne's inner north. Hocking Stewart takes the hard work out of selling by offering the unique service of preparing homes for sale, including property repairs, property styling and furniture hire. For a free property appraisal from one of our friendly and reliable team members, call Hocking Stewart on 9340 1900. I usually wear white. And I prefer black. But lately, we've been getting into orange. When you're wearing SES orange, you know you're making a difference. And you're learning great new skills. You'd be surprised how good you'll feel in orange. The Victoria State Emergency Service is recruiting volunteers now for a broad range of roles. Visit ses.vic.gov.au or call 1300 842 and find out if orange is right for you. Authorised by Victoria State Emergency Service Melbourne. Spoken by Emery's and A. Smallwood. Hi, this is Craig Lowndes for RAD. Recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Get behind the wheel of a V8 or any car for that matter and it's all about being in control. Get behind the wheel after you had a few drinks and you risk losing that control. You're much more likely to cause a crash or even kill someone. So before you drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink or pull your money together to share a taxi. The life you save might be your own. The Rising Sun Hotel in Richmond is the home of footy, with all NRL and AFL games shown live on the big screens. Pop in for their quality meal specials, midday through to nine, plus the TAB and bottle shop over till 1am, seven days a week. The Rising Sun Hotel are proud to support women's footy and have been sponsors of the Eastern Devils since 2001. Call in to the Riser today, 395 Swan Street in Richmond. Just a drop bun from Burnley train station. Live across the web. This is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. And let's head straight now down to the boundary with Peter Holden at the Devil's Huddle. You get a chance to have a shot, you take the shot, you go back. If you go over the mark, coming out of defence, right, you've got to have overlap run. We can't just have a bomb, contest on the wing, contest again, bomb, contest on the wing, right? You've got to have overlap run. Now with the stoppages, they're going to have someone starting from back and running through. So whoever their player is has got to make sure that they don't have a clean run. We need some torque. We need some torque in the middle. She's got to know to hit it to. She's going to hit it. She's going to win the tap, but she's got to know who to hit it to. 
This is your quarter, right? All year, every time we've won, we've been in front and we stay in front. This is a chance for you to put your hand up and go, even when things haven't gone our way, we can still get up Come and on, play girls. the footy that we want to play. So it's a choice now. Come on, girls. Starting, starting lineup: Rhino, Chloe Muzza, Robbie, Steph, Hutchie, Trendy, Habs, Little Mac, Perko, Kenny, Chops, Nugget, Darcy, Smitty, Beth, Scotty, Mully. You four start with me. We know how this is supposed to go. Come on, well, there was the head coach there, Brendan Major of the Eastern Devils, and they want to own this quarter pretty much. Pete, uh, anything else to report from that three-quarter time huddle? Nothing much at the moment. I think the challenge is being set down that, you know, if they want to play top four football, if they want to be part of the final four when it all comes down to the mix, you've got to win these type of games because, I mean, how, how often do you have a final, any type of final, where you've got the game your whole way? It rarely happens. You, at some stage you're going to find yourself behind and you've got to hustle. And this is, this is for them. Not only is it to get them into third position today on those four points... If the Devils could win from coming from behind, it proves that they've got that mental toughness that's required for finals football. And just as you were walking away from that contest there, Hutchins held them up in a big pack. And so they were all all together in a bunch. Dare I say, it's that, it's that old adage, isn't it? It's all about, um, it's all about you know, as they always say, footy 90% above the shoulders. We know that they've got the physicality. They've shown that today. Now it's all about the mental test. This is it. Ten points the margin at three-quarter time. We're about ready to go here for the last term. It's 6-9-45 the Muggers to 5-5-35 the Eastern Devils. And we've said already it's been an intriguing match all afternoon. Which way will this last term head, Dan Hill? It's been a good old-fashioned arm wrestle, hasn't it? It's uh, the perfect descriptive tone for this one, but uh, look I can see the Devils coming back to win this but I think Uni are just far enough in front to hang on. What are you, what are you thinking? Along those lines, it's going to be pivotal to see how the first five minutes pans out. Well, I'll go as far as saying first goal wins. And the umpire he's tried his little uh, sidewind kick. I think that's one from Saturday night that he's pulled out. And this time it's worked for him. Lovely stuff. Beautiful tap there from Carney. Couldn't find Muller though and Kerrick again, been prolific all day. And have to start thinking about best players. And I'll tell you what, Manny Kerrick's doing a chance no harm whatsoever. Robin Scott, defensive 50, kicks towards full, kicks toward half forward, I should say. Coming out to meet at Perkins, Lambert. Oh, she's been fantastic. Gets the handball back to Muller. Muller gets on the right and smacks it very long inside the 50 at the back. Darcy used the hands to push a couple out of the way. Now coming through is Carney. Just checks the kick out towards Ashmore, but it goes beyond her and should find the line and does. So I'll have a throw in between wing and half forward. It is the Devils in attack out of side of the ground. Ten points the margin here at 10 alley. 6-9-45. Plays 5-5-35. Boundary throw in. Carney with a fingertip to it. Straight to the deck. Magus trying to get it out there through Gogos. And we'll hit a ball up between centre wing and half forward on the outer side for the Devils. Umpire gets us back underway. Anderson that time around with the tap for the Muggers. Hamble comes the way, though, of Muller. Hamble into traffic. Oh, well done, Kerrick. And she did dive on it, though. Might be in trouble. Umpire circling. He's positioning for holding the ball, and that's what he said. Free kick going to go the way of the Muggers. No, he's just confused the hand signals there, and will go the way of the Eastern Devils, and it will be Murrawood 
Takes the kick, just pops one over the top, finds Trend. Holden will be happy with that bit of composure. Trend kicks it up along the boundary line, bounces in front of Darcy. She's able to collect it, sends the handball back, inboard to Hyle. Hyle off a step, kicks it into the forward pocket. Contest made, Lambert gathered it, then dropped it. Handball came out, Smith off the ground, gets the goal. And according to Dan Hill, that's what wins the match. Eastern Devils. Move to 6-5-41. They now trail by just four points. The Muggers 6-9 at 45 here on girlsplayfooty.com. As you alluded to when you said about uh, me liking composure, when you get those little chip kicks and marks, it shows confidence. Yeah, and Brooke White had an opportunity to knock that over the line now to play, and she elected to try and let her teammate run through and be part of the, uh, the foray off the back flank. But there was Sarah Darcy again. She's shown that she can... Match it at ground level as well, because she hasn't had absolutely anything kicked to her with with any precision for the whole afternoon. And gee, she's had to do some work on the ground, and she's done it well. Just that ranging onto the left foot, so dangerous. As the ball's back in the middle, and it's a poor bounce, the umpire will call for it again. The Muggers supporters, very, very quiet. Yes, you could hear a pin drop down there, couldn't you, Pete? Well, the only thing they can hear is your voice. <laughs> ball tossed back up. No biting back there from Holden either. I'll have to go and check his pulse. The ball's come back through the middle of the ground to Scott, just along the deck. Now she just smashes one up towards half forward. Bouncing footy. Lambert had it on a string all day. Probably her first half fumble. Now it goes out wide in search of... Might be Jess Foster over there. It is. She had it and lost it. Now she's outnumbered. Will they elect to keep it in play? The Muggers, they do. Poor kick along the line. It's as far as Ashmore, though, and she's immediately under siege. Managed to get rid of Trend. Darting around was Kerrick onto her left foot, which was the trusty left. But the turnover, Hutch, she just said, stuff this and took him on. Handball over the top to Trend. By hand around the corner there. I think that might have been Robin Foster. She goes on the right peg towards half forward. Perkins with a bit of soccer work. She just wants the line down there, Perkins. And she finds it. And it was far too obvious. She almost turned around looking up by and said, oh, it hit me on the shin, I think. Don't give deliberate against me because it'll be embarrassing. <laughs> Throwing it half forward. And getting it out of there will be Ashmore. Just runs away from the pack as she has Dangerous. all day. But she's going to kick it to her opponent from earlier in the match, McNamara. She went without it, though. Ryan coming in. Right. She was tackled. Umpire said play on. Comes out here to Haviland, the 50-gamer for the Eastern Devils. Ball now at centre-half forward for them. Trend all wrapped up. Got the ball away. Then the Muggers are all wrapped up. Umpire's going to eventually come in and ball it up. 6-9-45, play 6-5-41. A margin of four points here on girlsplayfooty.com. Thanks to Hocking Stewart, Brunswick, Carlton, Northcote and North Melbourne. Ball tossed up and tapped into the clearance and smacks it into the middle of the ground. There's... A few players coming to meet it. One of them's Blackburn. She had it momentarily, lost it, and then was reclaimed. Now Pound gets on the right foot, around the corner, up towards Ibrahim. Bouncing footy. Line might beat them all, but Ibrahim just keeps it in momentarily. Realised she didn't have the numbers and took it over. Who wins it, Pete? Who wins from here? I'm going with your adage. First goal wins it, and I think it's the Devils. I think we might all be in agreement here. We all did tip the Devils prior to the start of the match. Anderson fighting in hard. She's tackled. Got one high. Umpire says no. He'll ball it up between centre wing and half forward. For the Muggers on the broadcast side. Umpire gets us back underway. Carney again with the tap. Came to the deck. Kerrick fighting in for the Muggers. So to Muller. Umpire's going to come in and ball it up again. Still centre wing. 
between centre wing and half forward. There's the police chopper coming out to look for you, Pete, over there in the distance. Just making sure he's still doing the boundary work for us. It's ball back on the deck. O'Brien that time around wrapping her opponent up. She eventually fights her way through, gets the hand, the ball out. Heil spills out of her possession, and then just tapping it on the, chucking it on the boot there. Emma Carney sends it out on the full well, free kick going the way of the Eastern Devils. We were talking before it was taped behind the ears of some of the players of the Devils, and it almost looks like, like a mini GPS-type device. And it's a bound. Thank you for saying that. Sounds like throwing. a spy movie. Free kick in the ruck, the meter. The meter rule. It's, it's back. Good. Told ya. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of justice too, because the kick was smothered. And then attempting the uh, the Joel Selwood was Carney, and that should be holding the footy. It's not though. Ooh, ball up, half forward. The old uh, hedge of bets. <laughs> it's tossed up. Carney the tap. Geez, the rucks have really started to go at it in this term. Murrowood burrows away through. And it just comes out to Carney who bakes and shakes and then handballs away and couldn't quite get it around her opponent. Blackburn went in. She was sat on. Carney goes back in. <laughs> Carney says to the umpire, are you kidding? <laughs> the umpire says, nah, we're going to throw it up. It's almost a serious answer. I like it. For the base... A chance here for Gogos, which he's shoveled over the line by Scott. And Carney's not happy. And Tapner's not happy. None of them are happy. Uh, With Hannah Scott, for some reason. They're all very grumpy down there at the moment. Four points to the margin. I like grumpy footballers. <laughs> In favour of the buggers. Ball tossed back into play. O'Brien. With the tap. Tapner able to clear it off the pack. Good contest made by Kaluzzi. Couldn't impact it very well, though. Carroll. It's a kick out of defence. It's a bouncing Heil chasing. White will be the first one to meet her, but she is now under pressure oh, from Heil, well and done. she did extremely well to wrap it up. Ball emerges from the pack. Trend with it. She was dumped, and the umpire should come in. Found the line. Uh, yes, so it's going to be a boundary throwing on the outer side but between centre wing and half forward for the Muggers. Peter Holden on girls' play. What a terrific run from Heil as well, because um, when you look at the two Melbourne Uni players running after it, White was one of them almost coasting towards the ball while she was running at full speed. Yeah, the old uh, two-on-one. Probably the number one aim of the game is to create the one-on-none, and they, yeah, they just looked at each other, the two uni players. Ball tossed back up. Out of side, Trend emerges with the football. Can't get her kick away. Just dribbles out of the pack. Now White goes in, and she's claimed immediately. Now she falls on top of the footy out wide. Plenty around this, trying to wrestle it clear. Could have been a push in the back and was. And... So it's Kerrick over there with the resultant free kick. She wants to go into the centre of the ground and does. It's a dangerous floating footy and Goring takes the mark. She's a good user, Goring. Gets on the right peg and as soon as I say that, that is one of the greatest floaters I've ever seen. No one could take the mark down there. Kaluzi over her head, smashed away, did well down there. I think that might have been Hannah Scott calling a crisis. Ball comes out wide where the 50 meets the boundary line. And I think it might have been Hutchins down there bundling Tapner over the line. And Goring was unlucky not to get a 25-metre penalty to advantage because Smith was on the mark and then Perkins just strolled right through. <laughs> Whoops. Not big on the 25s, are they, Pete? They don't tend to pay them. Ball tossed back into play. Running around the traffic there was Carney for the oh, Muggers. Class. Very, no. very nice. No. Will it bounce through? No, it bounced the wrong way and it'll be rushed through for a minor score. 
The ever-reliable Steph Carroll on the scene to just put that one in a row six. Let, let, let me just put this to you. It's now five points the difference. A kick from the Devils. A straight kick would put them one point in front. Could that be a little bit of karma for what happened in Division 1 where the Devils were ahead all day and Melbourne Uni kicked it in the last kick of the day to win by a point? Bit of roll reversal. Yes. So, Hutch, the restart. Loads it up. Kicks it 80. It's a long footy. Out wide. Chance for Heil. Uses the wheels. Kicks it beyond the wing. Bouncing football. Which way will it go? Coming out to meet it was Lambert. She couldn't quite force it clear. Probably not a bad option. Now Now she looked around, saw the numbers and thought, oh, geez, I better get this back under the pack. Couldn't do so. Uni force it clear. They do have the numbers out wide, but no clean disposal over there as it's pushed back into the centre of the ground and the Devils. They have the numbers. Scott played for the free kick and the umpire obliged. She will have the free kick defensive side of centre for the Devils. Scott winds it up, sends it towards the outer side. Got a couple of players free. One of them was Heil. She takes the mark and plays on immediately. Now she's in trouble. Great sling tackle there from Kearse. And she'll get the free kick for holding the ball. Between halfback and centre wing for the Muggers. Kick going to be turned over though. Straight in the hands of the Devils. Just a kick up along the boundary line. Looking there for Smith. Couldn't take the mark. Darcy also on the scene for the Devils. She'll see it across the boundary line and out of play. Boundary throw in just inside the 50-metre arc. In fact, just outside the 50-metre arc for the Eastern Devils. They trail by five points. They're 6-5-41. The Muggers 6-10-46 here on girlsplayfooty.com. Ball's tossed back in. and Winning the tap was O'Brien. And Ashmore races away from this pack and is bumped by Scott as she kicks wide and long and just inside the line and will go over and out of play. Almost on the true centre wing position. As we move to the halfway mark of this final term in this pivotal match between the Eastern Devils, who are currently in fourth position, and the Melbourne University Muggers. About 13 and a half minutes remaining as well. So that's tossed in. It was a low throw in the umpire calls for it again so on the outer wing of course this is your old fashioned 8 point game whoever wins this goes into third the loser will be fifth as again it's a flat and low throw in and the tap is won by Carney and it's forced forward in the direction of Melbourne Uni's Carney she couldn't come up with it now it comes to Melbourne Uni's Carney she gets on the right peg Inside the attacking 50. Kalusi at the back. Couldn't take the mark. Ball dribbles to, to 10 out. But the numbers are with the Devils. And they're forced to rush the behind to make it an even six. And slapping it through down there was Alice Ryan. Smart footy. But it does make it a six-point game. The old handy point is in play. This, this is interesting. When was the last time there was a draw in Premier Division? It would be an interesting question. Get me some uh, odds there, Mr. Hill. What would you be paying for the draw? Oh, $51 every time, isn't it, Pete? <laughs> The Eastern Devils will get the kick out of Not the... Not now, though. At the start of the game, if you want to get on. <laughs> oh, I didn't tip the draw today, either. You've got to... Jeez, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> Stevenson takes a strong mark. Half-back flank broadcast side from the kick out. Sends it straight back inside 50. Coming late there, Tapner. Couldn't complete the mark. Hamble came out of the pack in the way of the Muggers. They're just running backwards at the moment. Now around the body there. Blackburn centering to the top of the goal square. Going to be marked by Hutchins. And she plays on. Takes one bounce. Takes two bounces. Back pocket out of side. Kicks it up along the boundary line. Had a couple of players on. Just floated over the top of their heads. Ended up being picked up by Jessica Foster. Getting pushed back towards the boundary line. The Muggers keep it in her play. Handball came the way there of Kerrick. Gave the handball off to her teammate. And they go back inside attacking fees. 50, Scott with a very nice mark in defence. 
And they just need to slow it down now on just deliberate kicks. They just can't be hoping for it. Oh, and here's a hope kick. Across the face of goal, but a great mark. Well done by Alice Ryan, and now the game opens up. And she kicks an up-country mongrel wobbler. And it bounces on its point and puts everyone off. Coming through Kears, handballs it back to Ryan, who had to keep it in front of herself and did well. Muller took off. There was no way she could have got a clean disposal away, holding the footy. Now Stevenson loads it up on the left, kicks to the hot spot. At the back, couldn't take the mark, was Blackburn. Now coming in to lay the tackle and one high, or perhaps holding on. Either or against Tapner. Free kick to Murrow would last on a defence for the Devils. And just a reminder for everyone out there, our next match will be the St Kilda Sharks against the Darabin Falcons next, no, not next weekend, the next round, which is on the 19th of July. Sunday the 19th of July at 1.30. So we get ready to get back underway here. Devils just a little handball over the top to Scott from Murrowood. There's not much on here. No, she's run into trouble in the back pocket. Now she's had to come to the broadcast side of the ground. Coming late there, pound. Good fist at the back. Look at the numbers for Uni. It's 10 on 3. O'Brien fighting in hard, able to get the handball away. Merging with the footy here. Kears gave it back to O'Brien. She sends it back inside, attacking 50. Big leap there, but no one able to take the mark. Falls there to Blackburn around her body. Top of the goal square, punch through to go over the boundary line and out of play. Throw in forward pocket, broadcast side, six points the margin. Here's Peter Holden. And about nine minutes remaining in the game as well. I think Melbourne Uni would be happy if they rush through it behind anyway. That would mean the Devils need two kicks to get in front. So the ball is tossed back in. It's dangerously at the top of the goal square. But Jamie Lambert emerges with the footy and takes a couple of bounces, breaks away, floats the handball over the top for Trend. And the slingshot is on here for the Devils. But it's not a great kick from Trend. Catherine Smith's over there. The bounce just kindly for her. Now she handles to herself when she probably should have kicked it to Darcy. She manages to go back and butter up, forced towards the line, and it goes over and out. So they've gained 150 metres there, have the Devils. All over the line, out of play, right half forward, but probably could have whacked that in long to Sarah Darcy. The margin is six points. It'll be a throw in out of side. The, the boundary umpire <laughs> had, had a fair had a fair gallop to get there. Long long way to cover, and it's a very open forward line for the Eastern Devils. Just Hyle and Darcy in there as the ball comes back into play. And getting it out of here is the Muggers. All I thought they might have been an illegal. Possession. Umpire said play on. It went over the boundary line and out of play. And that was your favourite name by the looks of things. Yeah, Salafair. She's Sometimes she goes to kick and then doesn't, and that's what she did. So, therefore, the ball just dropped and hit the ground, and she was being tackled. So, therefore, it should be holding the ball. That's why it looked awkward, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Very, very awkward. There was a free kick from the boundary, throwing for a trip, I think, and the Devils have it. About seven Lambert. minutes remaining, boys. Jamie Lambert again. She's got poisoning out there. Long footy up towards half forward and a good mark taken by Carney. She's at half back now for the Devils. Kicks into the centre of the ground to Blackburn and marks. Wants the handball and get it away quickly. Probably not the smartest move. Poor handball in the end. Put Brooke White under the pump. Who handballs further afield to Pound. It's a bad handball. Oh, but it's knocked back towards White who gathers and gets it back to Blackburn. Safe hands. Blackburn wheels around the fellow, the other ruck in Carney. Now she kicks up towards half forward. And a good mark from Pound who needed to be patient and wasn't. Zed Stafford, I'm kicking to you, Emma. Up towards Carney, the captain for the Devils. She couldn't come up with it. Burrowing in after it's Ibrahim. A chance now for the Devils if they can work it clear, but they decide to lock it up. And with under six to go, 
The Devils need to just get it out of there and just run. They need to take a risk here. Six points the margin. Carney with the tap. Anderson trying to follow it up. Handball emerges in favour of the Devils. Gets it to centre half back. Receiving it is Jessica Foster. Then one around the body straight up the corridor. Was looking there for Smith. Couldn't take it cleanly. Muggers have it in their possession. But they've stuffed it up. Darcy coming through. It's going to be wrapped up in the middle of the ground. Hilda Brent, she did, but it was effective. Keyes picked it up on the half volley and just boots it back inside, attacking 50 for the Muggers. Pack collides. No one could take the mark. Getting the kick away there was Robin Foster, but it's going to come straight back in because Ashmore's taken the mark. Centre wing on the outer side. And Ashmore's decided to do up her shoelaces effectively. She takes her time, kicks it back to whence it came, and almost claiming the mark momentarily was... Ibrahim down there, and then she was bundled off it. Now Lambert smacks it long. Free kick downfield. Crucial. Absolutely crucial. One out at the moment is Perkins, but uh, unfortunately the ball's been dropped, so they're not going to get it to her quick enough. And Trend with one of the worst throws back to a teammate you've ever seen, but it got there. So I think it might be little Mac over there, McNamara, with the footy. In fact, it's Jess Foster. She gets on the right, kicks up towards half forward, and almost taking the mark was Kerrick. Now the ball comes forward of the pack. Chance for Tapner. Turns it over, though. Although running through Emma Carney. The skipper for the for the Muggers. Picks it up. Gets the high tackle. Did all the right things. She has a defensive side of the centre. And she'll look to go very patiently and slowly. No, she won't. She switches to pound. Ball bounces on its point. She's gone. Oh, it did well. Got the kick away. Not sure how she got a boot to it, but she did. Now Lambert working in a phone box. Then took a bounce. Then kicked up towards full forward. Darcy couldn't take the mark. Well done, Hildebrand. Oh, but she kicked on her left foot, which was her wrong foot. And it went out wide. Boundary's probably a good result for both sides here. We need to take a breath. About, the commentators too. About, we'll have a throw in left half forward. About five minutes remaining, boys, and the ball is about 70 metres out from goal. The Devils are going to make their play. This is it. Six points the margin. Last roll of the dice for the Eastern Devils. Boundary throw in about 80 metres around from their goal on the broadcast side. Carney with the tap looking for Lambert. She follows it up. They might have got a shove in the back. Umpire oh, said play on. McNamara gave a handball out. Scott... Cut off, though, by Pound. Jamie Lambert. Can she find it? Lambert coming in, as was Brooke White. And the umpire's going to come in and ball it up. About 55 out from the Eastern Devils' goal. They are 6-5-41 to 6-11-47. Anderson with a little fingertip. Comes to Scott, though, of the Devils. Or she ran into trouble. And there's a hold. Free kick going the way of the Eastern Devils. Yeah, sling after she got rid of it. Perkins is screaming for an open forward line to open up, and the hole has. Yeah, kick looking for Darcy. Two on one in favour of the Muggers. No one kept their feet. It'll be rushed through for a minor score. Oh, that hit the point post, and they didn't pick that up. It's hit the point post, definitely. Yeah, the field umpire's coming in to have a chat. I reckon it clipped the point post. No, signalled it as a point. There you <laughs> really go. really hit the point post. So margin back to 5 points, 6-11-47 to 6-6-42. Thanks to Hocking Stewart, Brunswick, Carlton, Northcote and North Melbourne. The restart is an absolute shocker. And it lands with Scott, who handballs inboard to Carney, the big ruck woman, who didn't know what to do. And she gave it away to Lambert, who got it back to Scott, who sliced it accidentally towards the hot spot. It'll come to trend. Can she snap in the back surely against Carney? It was unlucky. 
because she lost momentum, did trend when she just fumbled the ball, and that forced Carney to absolutely the, mow her down and run over the top. Jets, Free kick to trend. There's about she three. must be 35 to 40 out directly yeah, in front. When she puts boot to ball, 40 out directly in front, about three minutes remaining. So plenty of time for Uni to get one the other way if she does kick the goal. And trend kind of taking her time. And then Carney gets a long way over the mark almost, and it's going to fall short. And claiming the mark was Perkins momentarily in the goal square. Umpire didn't pay it. Ball dribbles out towards the right forward pocket and over the line and out of play. Yeah, Love a throw in I, 20 metres around from the Devils attacking oh, goal. They, I, they trail by five points. We've got under three minutes remaining. I didn't like Trent's run-up, though. She stunted her run-up and went to the side, and you knew she weren't going to make the distance. Perkins wins the tap from the boundary, throw in trend with a second chance, but she was wrapped up, got boot to ball, then Kerrick came in for Melbourne Uni, ball on the deck, Aang coming in, couldn't do much with it, handball came out, it might have been a throw, umpire said play on, Devils had it, Murrowood kept off it there by Ashmore. Anderson all wrapped up. Umpire's going to ball it up, 60 out. Got to be under two minutes left, boys. From the Devils' goal. Need a good tap here, and that's what they get from Carney. But it went straight in the hands, though, of Gogos, who was slung into the ground. And we've moved forward about 10 metres in favour of the Muggers. Two minutes, 20 exactly. The centre square. Thank you very much, Pete, down on the boundary. Perkins just ambled over the top. Lambert, just a high kick to the 50-metre arc. Half-forward flank, out of sight. She was probing her own kick. It was a shocker, though, into the pocket. Picked up here by White, and the Muggers get a bit of relief. Ball bouncing on the deck. Carney did well for the Eastern Devils just to hold it up. Tapner fighting in hard for the Muggers. And we're going to be all wrapped up again. It's desperate stuff out there. Five points the margin in favour of the Muggers. 6-11-47 to 6-6-42. 90 seconds left. Hannah Scott out of the pack. Her kick was smothered. Murrowood couldn't get it clear. Good tackle from Scott late on. It might be Kerrick in there. In fact, it's Gogos. So another bounce. 80 from home. Edge of the square. Out of wing. Five points to the margin. The Eastern Devils trail. They can't force it clear. Or they do just. But it's not coming clear of this big ring of players as they move across towards the centre of the ground. And again, they wrap it up. And the clock continues to tick. One minute, ten seconds. And still one-on-one across the ground too. As the umpire gets us back in the underway, virtually in the middle of the ground. Kerrick will get boots a ball, sends it towards the half-forward flank, out of side for the Muggers. They're all wrapped up, though, by Perkins. And if anything, that kick gives them a bit of space to get in behind now. In fact, it's Robin Foster out there for the Eastern Devils that applied that tackle. Anderson with the tap for the Muggers. Clearing kick comes from Brooke White, sends it into the pocket. Bouncing ball will find the boundary line. And one way to go in 40 seconds now. You'd think that just about seals the deal for the Muggers, who had a 14-point lead at half time. This ground, there's not a lot of goals kicked in the last quarters oh, of this ground. It was a shocking boundary throw-in. And that'll be pretty much it. Bit of an anti-climax. But the ball goes back towards the boundary umpire. And she takes her time. So they should have thrown it straight back to her and they threw it way past her and that'll be basically it as it's tossed back in over the back of the pack and the pack forms around it and there's the siren and it's the Muggers by five points they move into third position on the ladder 
And what a game it was. Only the one goal in the last term. But all those rush behinds, in many ways, coming back to haunt the Eastern Devils, they were all necessary. But it was 6-11-47, the Muggers. Five-point winners over the Eastern Devils. 6-6-42. And the Muggers with that, they, they move into third position on the VWFL ladder. And all of a sudden, they've literally gone from boiled lollies to chocolates in a day because they were sort of down and out and all of a sudden they're right back in it. They certainly are. I mean, if they can play that sort of footy, then who knows where it'll take them for the rest of the season because we all thought coming in today that it was a shoe-in for the Eastern Devils. Yeah, a bit ugly from both sides, it has to be said, but uh, but they come out with the points in the end to, to Melbourne Uni and that's really all that matters at this stage and they did they did it with patches of brilliance. And they, they did it with the talent that they've got in their top six, and that's what won them the day. And, boys, I'll get you to think of your better player as well who will be giving the $50 Rebel Sport voucher to, and I've got a feeling they're going to be doing the uh, Phil Walsh um, uh, circle in the uh, middle of the ground. Pete, you'll have to help us out, mate. I mean, Melbourne Uni, there were a few winners for them across Kerrick the ground. Was good. Was Ashmore even. was good. Um, yeah, I think Matty, I think yeah, Matty Kerrick. Kerrick. Consistent across the four yep. quarters. And we'll get them uh, after they perform their uh, circle in their moment silence. And ask her if she's got a right foot, Pete. Just check that it's there. <laughs> we'll see. Check that it's attached. And I'll, I'll give you the headsets as well, so we'll be able to have a chat to her up in the box. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, so we will wait for the the uh, the ring. And both coaches heading out there too as well. Which has been formed this week, coming down from uh, AFL level. Of course. It's actually uh, been quite humorous to watch AFL footballers trying to work out one on, one off. Trying to do the numbers. <laughs> Make sure we're all in the right spots. Which is what they're currently doing out there, and they've done it extremely well. And so they're having their silence out there, and we might as well carry on with uh, the goal kickers sort of in the background. Um, And we'll wait for Pete to grab his better player, which, of course, is voted by us, and it was Madeline Kerrick from the Melbourne University Muggers. And two goals to Kaluzi today. Singles to Carney, Stevenson, Blackburn, and Kerrick. Um, and for the Devils, it was two to Lambert and singles to Smith, Beatles, Jess Foster and Sarah McNamara. Some of your other better players out there today, Cox, it was a hard game to pick. I mean, for the Devils, there were two or three absolute standouts. For Uni, very even. That's probably why they won the day. And one of those standouts was Lambert, uh, particularly in that second half of the Eastern Devils, did a fantastic job. Um, as Pete's just wandering around out there trying and to track the player down. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, jump in as we speak and we'll see if we can get our player of the day who's just running away from us in uh, Matty Kerrick who uh, got the $50 Rebel Sport voucher today. And we'll uh, pass the headsets over to Matty. Uh, boys up in the box, Matty's ready for you. Hi. Um, hey, Matty, how are you going? Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, another good win for you guys today. I mean, you've sort of been down in fifth position in a bit of uncharted territory, but you're back on track today. Yeah, really pleased to uh, get the win today. Um, if we kicked a bit more accurately, it would have helped put a bit more scoreboard pressure on early, but really glad to fight it out there. They fought really hard, so it was good to get the four points. Yeah, you're normally uh, with the kicking duties, but this season seeing a lot of you in the midfield and you seem to be absolutely relishing it. Yeah, I think that position really suits me um, in and around the footy. It's easy to get in and have an impact on the game when you're around the ball, so yeah, it suits me pretty well. I really enjoy it. And a consistent four-quarter effort from yourself today. Is that something that you've been working on personally? Yeah, actually, this season I've um, 
I was a bit up and down last year a bit, so I've really been a focus this year. I wanted to just play some really consistent footy to help my team in, every, help my team out every week. So, yeah, I'm a bit more consistent with this year, which has been good. Now, you seem to have found a bit of a forward line up there now with uh, Leah Kaluzzi in the key position and also Ali Blackburn and and, uh, and Emma Carney rotating down there. You seem to have found some goals, which is a big positive for you guys. Yeah, it has been really good. We've It was a bit hard early on um, with some injuries and stuff like that. So now we're getting players back in and playing more games together. It's coming together more, which is always good. Around this time of season, going into finals, we want to get that consistency together. Well, Maddie, thanks for joining us. You've won the $50 Rebel Sport voucher, and good luck for the rest of the season. We hope to see plenty more of you getting 100 kicks in the midfield. Thanks.